Leslie filled the spoon again and sniffed the contents up her other nostril. Almost immediately, to her great surprise, she felt better than she had felt in her life. It was a totally different feeling from the one she had had the night before. She didn't feel dizzy or giddy. She felt like she had just run the Boston Marathon and come in first. She felt capable of doing anything, anything she put her mind to doing. She felt as if she were the most exciting person in the room, as if she were the sun and the rest of the planets were circling around her, magnetized by her incredible power. Why hadn't anybody ever told her about this before? No wonder they made Tom a hero when he brought out the envelope. He was a hero. Anybody who could offer this kind of power to another person was not only a hero, he was a superman. Let's give it up for the real heroes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Coke Connects are the real heroes. They truly uh, are, especially when they're like a 12-year-old Coke Connect. The best kind. <laughs> he was a hero. Uh, Blake, can you put in background noises of just sniffing in, in, as she reads um, that? Just... I think we all do enough of that throughout the podcast. I anyway, definitely do. I wonder if listeners think I, I'm on coke. I just won't. <laughs> I won't edit it out this time, and it'll okay, it'll, good. it'll sound like we're all high. <laughs> it's just allergies, folks. I don't do coke and then podcast. We don't have that kind of budget here at Are You There Pod. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh. And Josh, what do we do on this podcast? We explain to teens where to find Coke, mm-hmm. uh, how good it feels to do. <laughs> <laughs> and Who's got the hookups, Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It, we basically explain the guy that comes out with the, the envelope is a hero. He is a Superman. <laughs> and that is the kind of person you want to get to know. Yeah, it's that, it's that meme of all the superheroes bowing down to the doctors, but inst- <laughs> instead, of, instead of a doctor and a nurse, it's just this skeezy dude with an envelope. And it's a, Scarface. It's, yeah, it's Tony Montana. It's a guy with with an '80s Coke spoon necklace around his yeah, nose. Yeah. One, it's uh, one it's really Sarah Michelle thing. Geller from Cruel Intentions, my favorite Coke queen, who has okay, the yeah. little Coke necklace and yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there any long fingernails in this book? No, no. Then it's not no. realistic. There are like um uh like curled up one hundred dollar bills that a twelve year old uses is... to snort Coke. I can already tell that this is someone's they, Hollywood idea. Of there's what, also a golden uh, Coke straw that she uses golden. at a at a, uh, <laughs> at a famous actor's house when she does Coke. Does it's it very end? similar wow. to the Saved by the Bell, uh, say no to drugs kind of. Yeah, this book is definitely. It's that they were just smoking weed. <laughs> they had a full on freak out because oh. he was like, "Hey, you want to do some pot, Kelly?" Yeah, weed and uh, no dose pills were like the hardest drugs in the Saved by the Bell universe. Yeah, yeah, it was heroin yeah. basically, and they destroyed lives. Mm-hmm. Other than counter. love, which was the strongest drug of all for Zach, <laughs> led him to do a lot of crazy things. But yeah, this, I, this... I, I guess I guess hypnosis isn't a drug. But when he put the hidden messages in to make all the women fall in love with him. Mm-hmm. In the uh, Paul Revere and the that, Raiders song, wasn't that? What yeah, it was? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty dangerous. Mm-hmm. More dangerous than Johnny Johnny Montana was that his name? Johnny Tony. Dakota. Johnny Dakota, wrong state. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, actor who came to oh. uh, Bayside High. I think they used it as a film set. Am I correct? 
they were yeah they were going to shoot a ps uh, uh, anti drug psa and irony yeah, upon ironies of course he thinks kelly is hot invites her to like an after party and offers her uh toke from his marijuana cigarette no i <laughs> i remember that i thought we were told I thought we were still talking about Scarface and you meant Tony Montana. Oh, no. Oh, that, that might actually be what I was... Probably. What I was juxtaposing. Montana yeah, yeah, yeah. on the yeah. brain. Although, but, as as Jessica and I have discussed many times, neither of us has ever seen Scarface. Uh, Never. How come I've seen Scarface more than once and you guys haven't and seen it? And we made a drunken Insane. pact at a trivia night at Alamo. Draft house. To never watch it? To never no, watch stu- it. No, I'm going to force you to we watch We vowed it. that we would never watch Scarface. We have gone gone this long in our lives with never seen it. I think, I think I've seen every other De Palma movie, including <laughs> Snake Eyes. <laughs> I, I watched I've that one Snake that Megan Fox too. was in. Like I, What was the one that Megan Fox was in? I think it's called like Passion or some Passion Play. I, I forget. It's not oh, good. Oh, wasn't um, Mickey Rourke in that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, but no, not Scarface. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get too far into the book, I guess we need to tell our listeners what book we read and uh, who wrote it. What book did we read, Josh? It is called Summer Snow Mm -hmm. uh, by Marilyn Levy. Marilyn Levy. Well, I did some research on Marilyn Levy just right before I contacted you to record. Uh, Pretty last minute research. But, I mean, a quick... Google really doesn't give you much. Um, She has published at least like 19 YA books. And the most recent book she published was in 2015. And I think it's an adult book. called Our Stars. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, I think it's for adults. I'm not sure. It's historical fiction and it's called Chicago, August 28th, 1968. Uh, Okay. it's, It's set during the... Democratic National Convention. DNC, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh And the description said it relates what a dozen ordinary Americans experienced during the upheaval of the 1960s. So it's one of those books. She's a former English teacher and a psychologist who worked exclusively with teens. And she lives in Santa Monica, California, where she still runs a private practice. Uh, She also was a screenplay writer. Uh, I could only find one movie she wrote. It was called Bride of the Wind. And was released in 2000. Bride of Chucky. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I'd respect her. <laughs> Bride of the Wind, released in 2001, directed by, and I don't know how to say his last name, so you're going to, Oscar-winning director, Bruce Beresford? 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 He, oh, he did uh, Drive Miss Daisy. Yes. Yes. So okay. it was not, you know, this was a movie that probably had some clout, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel according to without the, looking uh, at his filmography, I feel like after that he made one more like Hollywood movie that bombed, and then uh-huh. it was like made for like lifetime movies, except for <laughs> this one, which starred Jonathan uh, Price, Taylor Thomas, right. <laughs> and it is uh, according to Wikipedia, the film met a hostile reception from most critics and did poorly at the box office, only making. About $420,000. It has a Ugh. Rotten Tomatoes uh, rating of 11% from the critics. And I have some notes from the critics if you want me to read these. Watching it is like walking, walking, walking down a never-ending aisle. What is this, Gus Van Sant? <laughs> that, actually, that sounds like a good description <laughs> of most Gus Van Sant movies. Um, that was from Jane Summer of the Dallas Morning News. Um, the turgid Marilyn Levy screenplay induced giggles at the screening. <laughs> So that turgid or Marilyn <laughs> and the filmmaker's limited notion of genius, simple humanity, and probably f- 
feminism seems to have defeated everyone involved. Wow. Not, not good. Not, not good, folks. Uh, not good. You hate to see it. She doesn't even, like, I'm on the, the Wikipedia for Bride of the Wind, and she doesn't even have her own Wikipedia page. She doesn't. Um, Ouch. I just found this from just uh, looking at a some bio on the publisher's page, I think, said she was a screenwriter. And so I typed in Marilyn Levy screenwriter to find what came up, basically. So if um, she's if she's still counseling kids, do you think she's one of those uh, like therapists who hands them a copy of her own book and is like, <laughs> read this. I think yeah. you'll get a lot out of it. Well, um, some of her book titles and they are all and I feel like they're all going to have the same after school special feeling. They're all problem books. Yes. You know what I mean? Issue like, yes. books. Very special yeah. episode books. It's, it's kind of like uh uh what's her name? Who did Go Ask Alice? What was her name? Mm. Anonymous. Anonymous, Hello? yes. No, 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 but like <laughs> you know uh, Alice herself. No, how everything she wrote was a problem book, yeah. but it yeah. was all mostly problems people don't have like very real the Satanism. Hey, hey, those are real journals. <laughs> um Let me read some of these book titles to you. One is called, Is That Really Me in the Mirror? Love is Not Enough. Remember to Remember Me. Life is Not a Dress Rehearsal and The Last Goodbye. These all kind of sound like Lurleen McDaniel-y, if that makes sense. Those are all faced out in her office where she sees (laughs) clients. Let me see. She listens listens to you for 20 minutes and then walks across and grabs the one that feels (laughs) that's for you. Uh, my favorite one of hers is called The Girl in the Plastic Cage. I know. I wanted to find that one. What? So, yeah. A budding gymnast discovers she has scoliosis and must wear a body brace. That's the log line. Okay. Uh, and on Goodreads, there's one review that actually has, like, text. Mm-hmm. It's one star, and it just says, I think I'm going to like it. <laughs> Wait. So I don't like, know if this person knows how to use Goodreads. They reviewed it before they read it. <laughs> And gave it one star, and we're positive about it. Yeah. They're very confused, yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes that happens when you're a boomer and don't know how internet ratings work. Okay, all right. I guess we're just going to go ahead and what, do, we have a, do the Sparks notes. Do we have a drink? What about theme drinks? Oh, wait. Do you have a theme drink, Josh? No, I'm just doing cocaine tonight. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah, it is uh, uh, rum and coke because coke. Coke. Yeah. We could have made yeah. liquid. Isn't liquid cocaine a uh, a shot or something? A mixed drink? Oh, maybe. What's yeah, liquid I'm cocaine? Sure. Are you I sure heard... it's not like liquid crack. No. Okay. There's something called liquid cocaine. It's a look it up later. Doesn't matter. That's what we should have done. No, that's a lot of work, Blake. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, this is much easier. <laughs> I have whiskey and coke. Uh, so. I have a vodka spritz, but it's made in California. It's so... in a can. Okay. There you go. From those those vodka fields in California, <laughs> no, the famous California it's vodka the Spritzer fields. Springs. Yeah, <laughs> it's sideways, but uh, but Paul Giamatti just pouring a, a giant <laughs> barrel of vodka on himself. <laughs> I swear, if they serve Tito's, I'm leaving. What he said. Tito's is good though. Yeah, yeah, no, it would be if they if 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 they if they're serving aristocrats. Exactly. I'm out of here. That's, that's <laughs> I was trying one. to think of like a high shelf. Like obviously, he would want like. Is Grey Goose really high? I yes. never. I don't know because I look. Kettle one, Grey Goose. So those are what you want. What is the? I don't Aykroyd's? even look at the top shelf. I'm just. Where is the well? That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> Handle of aristocrat. What, That's what is, you go uh, for. 
What Give is me Dan, some sea ice. What is Dan Aykroyd? Doesn't he have a vodka? Oh, uh, Crystal oh, yeah. Skull? Yeah. Crystal Skull vodka. Is that high Is that high shelf? I don't know. It's uh, like celebrity vanity shelf. It's okay. got its own its, its own display, usually. Okay. I want to find it. I think it's expensive. Yeah, I think it is. Like, prohibitively, yeah. even I, just to like, I have do fun. Wanna, uh, I do want to try Danny DeVito's Limoncello. Is that real? Yes. Also, Walton Goggins has a whole range of drinks. Of vodka. Oh, like Kentucky bourbons, that kind of thing? Like, it's vodka, whiskey. I think he has several things, but he he's like a, he's a big deal in, in the Wait, so he has world. like his own brand of spirits? Like, I could go get Walter Goggins Walton, vodka? Walton, Walton Goggins. 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 Sorry, yeah, you can't Walter talk. Goggins. My <laughs> off-brand Walton Goggins. Uh. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the low shelf stuff. But yeah, you can get Walton uh, Goggins uh, vodka. Walton Goggins rum. I don't know. I want whiskey. Probably. Bourbon. Probably. Anyway, this is going nowhere. Continue. But Josh, what were you saying? No, nothing. Hey, Blake, I was just going to you... say the advertisements for Dan Aykroyd's vodka should be him crossing his eyes like when the ghost gives him a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, but it's <laughs> but it's because the vodka's so t- t- The so vodka so yeah, it makes it go wild, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, th- there is a like a, a jingle, like a theme song for Danny DeVito's Limoncello, and they do take advantage of that rhyme. But I, I, I couldn't sing it if, if you. Ask. Why don't you find it and just put it I'll right just, here? I'll insert it here. Danny DeVito's Limoncello, it's a taste of life from this famous fellow. It's also very nice, perfect served cold on ice. The finest summer drink from Italy. The Done. joke the joke has been done to death on that. I thought you guys knew about it. No. Okay. I had no idea. So, sorry. All right. Well, th- this episode is brought to you by Danny DeVito's Limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best Limoncello out there. All right. So, uh, we start in, I'm going to say, suburban Chicago, Josh, wouldn't you say? Affluent. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because the, 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 the dad has a good job. Yeah. And We're, the mom works, too. I think she's like a... Yeah. I don't remember. What yeah, she well, was, but. does she work or does she sit around the house moping? All, all <laughs> well, just on the day she finds out her husband is leaving her. Wait, went too the, far. The first two chapters, she's just like spoilers. <laughs> well, we start out with a really dumb dream about an actor, right? P- uh, Peter Lacey. He's a movie star that all the girls are in love with. Did you look up and see if Peter Lacey was real at any point? No, did That's- you? <laughs> I thought maybe he was an '80s guy. I forgot. Because, it sounds like it could be real because the, the other people, the, like the sexiest actors, are Don Johnson. <laughs> and <laughs> well, I mean, they do reference like Scorsese. You know, like yeah, there's a yeah. whole conversation where they're talking about the new Scorsese film, which was a really weird. Which was After Hours, right? Is that what they're talking about? I don't know what they were talking about. You okay. can you can already see she's trying to kiss ass and break into film. Right, <laughs> you know what movie is great? That Driving Miss Daisy. They all talk about while they're coked up. The kids on coke love Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, they just want to hop behind that wheel and drive her all around. So she wakes up. Something makes her up from her dream, and it's a lot of shouting. And she has this thought, and is I wrote down the thought because it's it's so just kind of characterizes the kind of like privileged character we're going to be dealing with here. But she wakes up and her first thought is, damn, sometimes I wish we didn't have to be so middle class and worry about college and stuff. <laughs> As opposed why to Why does what? she have to worry about she, what she says is, why can't I just go to beauty school? <laughs> <laughs> is this because Greece? She doesn't, she, she doesn't want, yeah, she, 
She doesn't want to have to think about tests and getting into college and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And so why can't I? It's 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 like say, saying if you're like a upper middle class kid, why can't I just work in a fact? Why can't I work in the coal mines? Yeah. <laughs> no, this character is literally just Rizzo from Greece. Is that what her name is? No, it wasn't Rizzo who went to beauty school. It was the one with the pink hair. Pinky? I don't know. The pink lady? Frenchy? Frenchy? Frenchy. And how did she do in beauty school? She dropped out. I exactly. believe she was a dropout. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. So good job, Blake. So, yeah. Didn't turn out so good for her. Uh, so she has a test on the Great Gatsby, blah, 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 blah. And she goes downstairs. Her mother is acting weird. And you find out that she called into work. And she's just drinking lots of coffee. And the character, Leslie, is our protagonist. She just keeps thinking about winter vacation and how it's so cold and horrible there in Chicago. And she can't wait to go to L.A. So... She comes back home from school. Which they, they go to what, like annually they go to California? Yeah, I can't um, remember. Or if it's just a vacation that they take to like a warmer place annually yeah. or something. But yeah, they have like an annual winter vacation. So the, the, the parents at least have jobs where they get like a two-week paid vacation mm-hmm. where they can travel. Yeah. And they make enough money that they can um, conduct uh, human trafficking on uh, their live-in housekeeper. Which was really weird. Did you not yeah. think that was weird? Okay, <laughs> yes. wait. We'll talk about it when we get to it. So um, when she comes home from school, she keeps finding glass on the kitchen floor and cuts her foot. Her mom is still in bed. And this is when you meet Chowan, who is their live-in. He's a college student. He's a foreign college student. Was he Vietnamese? Oh, I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Um, I can't remember either. But the deal is that he lives with them while he's going to university. And he gets, what, free room and board? He's an exchange. But, yeah. he, but he has to cook and clean for them. I've uh, Right? It's kind of yeah. like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. It's like that um, Atlantic story about the woman who had a, a slave working for her family and didn't know. Oh, man. Remember life. when that lady wrote that story? <sighs> yeah. What? So you should read it. It was a, an Atlantic okay. article. It was a All big right. deal, Blake. Right. It's about yeah. how her family basically kept a Filipino woman enslaved it's, all her life. It's called, like, My Family's Slave is the name yeah. of the article. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, straight to and the so point. And so now we know that Choen was also a slave, basically, because he was yeah, cooking yeah, yeah. and cleaning for this family. Indentured servant. He's an indentured yeah. servant, if, yes. if you want to use the... Uh, the, uh, the PC term. Yeah. The PC nomenclature for <laughs> enslaving people, yeah. Yeah. So he's making dinner, and he says that yelling will come up that morning, and... She hears her dad coming home from work, and she is, at the time, this is kind of important, because as she's talking to Chowan, she is making hot chocolate and burns the milk, I think, while she's talking to Chowan. Anyway, her dad comes home from work earlier than usual, calls her into the family room. Leslie is not good at picking up on context clues. We're going to learn that here. (laughs) not. Throughout the whole book, she just does not pick up on anything, really. But especially... All this stuff's been going on where you can kind of figure out something's wrong. She's not really figuring that out because she's so involved in her own head of, mm-hmm. I don't want to take a test. I don't want to think about the Great Gatsby. Also, I can't spell. We learned she can't spell. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to think about can't... how my family has a slave who does everything for me. See, that's something she absolutely would not pick up on. She's mm-hmm. like, this is my buddy who likes to do work around the house. <laughs> for free, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, her dad calls her in the family room and he tells her, hey, the L.A. trip is canceled. Um, he's moving out to L.A. He got a good job and he's going to divorce and, her mom. <laughs> well, OK, so you, you got through that too quick because the whole time Leslie's like, 
you're canceling the trip to California? And he says, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will say, the dad is being cagey as fuck, too. Yeah. Like, like, he's just like, yeah, something like that. Well, she's also trying to, like, discourage her parents from divorce. And she says, everybody fights. We learned that in psych. It's no biggie. Wait, you ha- you learned you had to learn that in a, in a class. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, I think she learned that it's no biggie if people fight. Uh, that's not it, necessarily true. Why would they course, teach that? Sometimes it is a biggie, as she's about to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole time, the mom is just kind of seething and being like, "Tell her the truth." Yeah. Like, and uh, he is not going to do that. <laughs> so um, she's pissed, and she goes back in the kitchen to uh, check on her milk, and she's burned it again. Um, the hot chocolate. And we'll come back to why that's... Quit burning milk. Yeah, anyway. Um, we cut to four months later. Um, she has become addicted to TV. <laughs> She's watching Miami Vice with her hey, mom. That's a yep. gateway drug. Yeah, it really is. Um, that's where she learns about drugs, probably, is Miami Vice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, when the TV doesn't work, she thinks, damn, I feel like I'm living in the middle of some dump play where nobody knows what's going on and nothing works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shakespeare? I don't know. She's doing horribly in school. She's flunking exams. She hasn't turned in her last two English papers. Her grades are suffering in all subjects, and she has a big fight with her mom. And I believe um, she is supposed to fly to visit her dad to L.A. And her mom's like, you're not going to visit your father unless you can pass your classes. And that's supposed to, I guess, encourage her to stop skipping school to watch TV and to start doing her homework, correct? And Yeah, yeah. And pass class. She starts fighting with her friend Elizabeth. I think Elizabeth yeah. is also Elizabeth. Yeah, trying to get her, convince her to get her shit together. And they get... In, the, yeah, they get in this fight where Elizabeth is just, like, trying to pull her out of this, like, depression. And uh, she just kind of blows up at her. And she says, we're best friends. And then, uh, what does Leslie say? We're best friends. <laughs> she just friend dumps her right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she barely passes her classes and goes to L.A. And when she meets her dad at her air- at the airport, he looks great. He's laughing. She goes to his house. And that's when she... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. First, at the airport. Okay. All the all the young girls are checking him out. Everyone <laughs> wants to fuck my dad. What do you What do you picture him looking like? Well, now I picture him as Don Draper. Oh, okay. That's a hot dad. I mean, well, because he's kind of going, well, I'm trying to justify what's going to happen in a second and why that would happen. Okay. But, uh, because how old's the dad? He's probably mid forties. He could be late thirties. I mean, his daughter's just in high school. I mean, she could be, she's what, 16? Yeah. Don't remind me that I could actually. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it depends upon when he had a child, but yeah, he could be, he could be. Let's let's say say at least early forties. Come on. Yeah. 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 We'll say he's 42. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. No. So, uh, I mean, Don Draper always got a little, a little bit of a punch when he went out to California and left his horrible family behind. Uh, but anyway, California has made him, he's probably tan. He's probably Mm -hmm. feeling good. Mm -hmm. He probably, uh, isn't just staying out, avoiding his family all night. <laughs> Not working late hours. Instead, he's spending well, yeah. late hours on the beach getting tan. Yeah, exactly. With who? Fred. Well, yeah. <laughs> What's your actual name? Frederica. Like, Fred- Frederica, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So when she... Fred is not a great nickname. <laughs> well, there's no. another character who has a horrible nickname in this book, too. Virgin. 
whose name is Virginia. <laughs> what? But they all yeah, call yeah, yeah. her Virgin. That's not great. That's not. If you had a friend whose name was Virginia, it would be Verge. It would be Jenny. Genie. That, Genie. That's never happened in real life. I don't no. think. No one has Virgin. ever been like, call me Virgin. <laughs> I would. I would please, call them please. Captain. Doesn't fuck. <laughs> please call me Virgin. Um. So Fred. Whenever she goes to the house, there's this young girl named Fred. She thinks she might be her age. And she thinks her dad has her at the house waiting for her because he wants them to be friends and hang out. This is, again, she is completely stupid. She's, like, she says, she keeps th- saying things like, wow, you guys must be really close neighbors. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when, when she sees that they sleep in the same bedroom. Yeah, she's, like, she's ignoring all signs that this is her dad's girlfriend even when she sees makeup on the dresser, she's not like, "Oh, wait, my dad is interesting. Is is hooking up with this? This is his girlfriend." Nope. He, she's like, "Oh, he's just doing her a favor and letting her keep her stuff here." And uh, what a, yeah. what a great guy my dad is. Not uh, not too bright. And she she is twenty twenty four early twenties, I think. Yeah. E. Yeah. So that's when we learned that uh, Frederica was a budding actress. And in more ways than one, Leslie noted, her father had uh, obviously noted it, too. (laughs) So when they're talking to Fred, she uh, tells Leslie that she can introduce her to Peter Lacey. And next door neighbor Brady comes to visit. Nerd! (laughs) Nerd alert. This is the screech of the book. Basically. If we're in in the Bayside universe. Okay, good. Now I got a good mental picture. Actually, he's not. Towards the end, he's... Well, he's screeching my head now forevermore. Well, he's into computers. Like, he's into, right. like... He probably has a robot I was going to say, did he make a yeah, robot? Right. He, he Look, he's he's nothing like an Urkel or a Screech, but yes, he has a robot friend, and yes, he spends all of his time <laughs> working on computers. I pictured him as being, like, a cute nerd, like a... I don't know, like, like a... Okay, like Matthew Broderick in War Games or something. Does that make sense? I don't like Broderick. But he was a cute kid. No, I don't see it. <laughs> I mean, technically. Okay, hold on. Let me think of a cute, cute, cute nerd. Why can't I think of any sh- cute? Young old- Sheldon. Okay, we got it. <laughs> all right, there you go. Um, so Brady comes to visit, and um, they're talking about how they're going to go to the beach, and Fred offers to let Leslie wear her bikinis, and this is when she shows off her implants. This is the budding actress part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she tells her that she still has a few left over. Uh, bikinis left over from before. About few implants. implants left over. You want to pop some of these And she says this as she heaves her breasts out in front of her and says, "Aren't they beautiful?" Oh my lord! And Leslie is so embarrassed that she wants to die. <laughs> and she knew Brady must have disappeared into the woodwork, and she didn't want to look at him. And Brady goes, "Yeah, my mom just had a facelift." So this is the whole California. So, Everyone's got implants. So Everyone LA. has. Yeah, yeah. So fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. She, but so Fred also says to her, "Sometimes I can't keep my hands off your dad." Ugh. Like, Ew. don't, don't, don't say shit like this, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little too much gross. there. Yeah, it's really gross. She does refer to Brady as, uh, "quote the only link to sanity here," because he's a pretty like down to earth dude. Now I'm gonna say. He's he's like Paul Rust in mm. the show Love. That's, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm mostly saying that because I've been rewatching that. <laughs> I should rewatch that. He's just a goofball. Just, <laughs> just being a goofball. a goofball. What I realized rewatching it is uh, I do not care for him at all, 
or his character, and I just wanted to get back to Gillian Jacobs' character <laughs> See, the entire I'm, time. I'm the different. I'm the different person. I was more into Paul Russ than I was her. But, oh man, no, oh, just him. I mean, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just a goofball, some... Josh. Love it, love a cute nerd. <laughs> uh, so this is when Brady asks Leslie to go see a movie with him the next night, and um, she agrees. And I think one of the funny asides that I wrote down was that she learns that her dad eats lean cuisines, and he tells her that, that they're marvelous. That should have been something he was doing in Chicago, like, when he's depressed. That shouldn't be, now that he's out in L.A., living the L.A. life. Do you think Fred is cooking for him? Hell no. No, but he part of, part of what, he, what should have made him desirable uh-huh. to her should have been... Being a hot bachelor who also cooks and like, you know what I mean? Like, but or, or has or has a slave that's cooking for you. <laughs> instead, he's just a bachelor who is still living a bachelor life and eating cuisines and shit. Just like microwavable garbage food. It could be hungry, man. I mean, it could be worse. True. It, very true. He's, it could be. <laughs> he's keeping lean. He's watching his figure. Mm-hmm. When, when I worked at uh, Campbell 16, I worked in the projection booth. There was a projectionist who... Uh, filled the refrigerator with all hungry man dinners. Oh <laughs> I think I and probably know who you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you obviously do. Good like grief. he worked. He, he worked out a ton. Like all he did was like exercise. But he would bring a two gallon of milk every day and would drink wow. two gallons of milk during his shift. Oh my God. And eat like three hungry man dinners. <laughs> How do you not just puke everywhere? I think he probably did. <laughs> There right. was one time when he tried to see how much water he could drink before he passed out. And so he just kept drinking water. He was a weird guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Hmm. Last I heard, he was running 35 miles like every morning. Good God. What? That's just so time consuming. Well, he's not, not doing anything else. Okay. <laughs> so uh, now they all, um, not they all, but Fred and uh, Leslie go to the beach. And it's here. They that. pop in their implants and then put on their bikinis <laughs> and head down to the beach. And it's here where um, Leslie meets someone that she calls the God, this really hot guy. We learn his name is Scott Lacey. Interesting. Interesting. Wait, wait, wait. That's very close to another Lacey name. Mm-hmm. Prob- I'm not going to think anything of it, though. Nope, not at all. And she plays volleyball with them. And then everyone goes surfing and Scott offers to teach her how to surf. I can teach you to surf. Whatever. <laughs> I, this guy's trouble. Oh, you know it. Whatever, he's Scott the God. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, uh, you know, the sun is setting. Everyone's going home and she can't find Fred. Fred has just left her alone on this beach in an area she doesn't know very well. And so she agrees to go with Scott to one of the friends who is there, Josh's house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're well, that's when the bad shit goes down. <laughs> they're in Josh's mom's Mercedes, and this is when you meet uh, Virgin, and Ben is another character. The crew. Yep. The crew. And Virgin finds an envelope in a medical kit in the Mercedes dashboard or glove compartment or something, and she says, "Hey, can we use this?" And Josh says, "No, I've still got the Colombian stuff at home." <laughs> what does what's Leslie doing? Like, just not like. Yeah. Oh, they must have good coffee at the house in Columbia. That's what she probably thought. Like, ooh, Colombian coffee. Kind of late in the day to be drinking coffee, but okay. (laughs) Guys, I'll be up all night. Um, Yeah, you will. (laughs) Yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So they go to the house, and Josh's parents are on vacation, and Josh pulls hash from the freezer and smokes everyone up. 
and they go to his room. They're listening. They're to- all very disappointed by this, by the way. They're like, that's all we have. That's the only drug we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. good, good hash? <laughs> Once you see, yeah, that, uh, that Columbia shit. Oh, once you've had real Colombian marching powder, you never want to go back to plain old hash. Hashish. Can I? Never mind. I'll save this for later. Okay. All right. So um, they all go to Josh's room. They're all listening to Prince and Ben passes out. <laughs> Good name check. And Virgin and Josh leave the room. And then Leslie and Scott Lacey engage in some uh, heavy petting until. Some a bit of necking. Mm-hmm. Until what happens? He calls her Lisa. And she's like, oh. hey. My name's Leslie, and I want to go home. Hey, that's close. He got close. He's like, what? whatever, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. Uh, I'm bad with names, babe. I'm stoned. She also, before this, she, so she's worried. Like, I'm staying out. No one knows where I am. I'm used to having some kind of rules in my life. So she calls to leave a message, and the, the answering machine message, Fred has changed it to be like, hey, if you're calling, we're not here. <laughs> So the, the the dad is off the reservation as far as uh, parenting goes. Yeah. The rest of this book is just parents are, well, like most teen books, they're not really present. But but it's because he has lost his mind to horniness, the dad. <laughs> and, I mean, we've all been there a time or two yeah, where we yeah. completely we completely lose our mind and become irresponsible because of horniness. Because of, because of horniness <laughs> lust yeah yeah i mean yeah don't don't make it biblically sound like a sin well it is, <laughs> it is but yeah yeah so yeah there's times when you lose your mind that's fine it's like it's like uh uh what's his name said in psycho we all go a little, a little bit crazy <laughs> sometimes yeah, yeah yeah and that's what the dad is doing for fred he, he's neglecting his daughter who is out doing drugs with whomever and uh they're also just, listening to prince i mean do you really want your daughter listening to darling nikki no sir unacceptable so, unacceptable talk about horny but he's just all hopped up on lean cuisines and uh, breast implants so. <laughs> uh, that's his drug of choice yeah well, <laughs> yep Typical 80s dad. And um, and and bottle of vodka after bottle of vodka after bottle of vodka. <laughs> there's a lot of vodka. Is it Sky Vodka that they're drinking? I oh. think so. They got a lot of brand names in here. I can't remember Lean the name. Cuisine. She's trying to she's trying to get this product placement going. That's right. She's trying to pull a stein. <laughs> Was she here. paid by Lean Cuisine? We don't know. Uh, so she finally There gets... used to be little coupons in the middle of the book and we pulled them out and got <laughs> lean cuisines for, for ninety-nine cents. Sky vodka. Buy one, yeah, get one yeah. free. Um, no, never. Yeah, the, the the point of the book is don't do cocaine. Make the right choice. Sky <laughs> vodka. So um, she finally gets Scott to drive her home. And she, well, she didn't remember where she lived. So I think it took a while to get home. Like, you know, no one's right. answering the damn phone and she doesn't remember the address. So she finally gets home and she realizes that she forgot about her date with Brady. She was supposed to go see a movie with him. Too busy smoking hash and listening to Prince, aren't you? I mean, L- lost her damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to go see the new Scorsese with uh, your next door neighbor. Anyway, she gets home and Fred is hanging out, smoking a joint, probably watching Night Court. I don't know what's going <laughs> on, but that's what I'm guessing. Um, and Fred is smoking a joint and offers it to her, and she takes, you know, she she takes a hit, and then her- she she has a lot of anxiety about it because mm-hmm. her dad is home. 
Yes, her dad is home. And she takes it and takes a hit. And then her dad comes in as she's holding it. And he looks like he's about to blow up. But then Fred calms him down before he loses his temper. Probably. Here's my note. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my note. Dad walks in, is about to freak out, but then remembers he's horny, and they all come <laughs> up together. Horny and needing to get stoned. So. And that's literally what happens. He's he's just like, just don't tell your mother about this. Yeah, basically, that is what happens. Yeah. So he's like the the security guard in, in Nathan for You, where his kryptonite is a large uh, breast. Yes. Large breast. <laughs> <laughs> it renders, renders yes. him disabled. Like, I cannot parent anymore because... My young girlfriend would think I'm not cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, and th- that's kind of what he's doing this whole book. It, it just made him incapable of parenting because he can't right. not be cool in front of his. Yeah, he needs to too go horny to... to parent. Too horny to parent should be the name of this book. <laughs> oh my god, that should be the name of a book. Too, actually, l- number two, t- number two. We, we need it from the parent's perspective, <laughs> and the whole time he's he's just like a. Uh, uh, a wooga. What? Who, who's the artist? Oh, Tex Avery. Mm-hmm. Tex Avery the cartoon. Wolf-eyed, the whole yeah. time he's a Tex Avery cartoon. His tongue has like rolled out like a red carpet. Yep. Because <laughs> meanwhile, his daughter is crying in the corner, but his eyes aren't seeing that. His That's... daughter's up in her her the guest room doing coke before brunch, you know. But he's too busy looking at boobs and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> So the next day she goes to the beach again, hangs out with Scott and the gang again, and a sleazy guy approaches the gang, obviously a drug dealer, and she can't hear the whole conversation, but he eventually yells at Scott, two days and no more credit. That's all she hears. So (laughs) anyway. You kids want a free brick? But does she think anything of it? No. I mean, you always love those dealers that will let you put it on layaway and... uh... (laughs) First taste is free, all, all those other myths. Uh, so uh, Scott picks up Leslie later for a date, and they go to Josh's first. And he's talking about how his brother is there because his brother was kicked out of a camp. He was found with Coke. And Leslie thinks, health food camp? Yeah, again, so naive. She thinks it's like... Uh... Like, she, like a fat, like a fat camp kind like of thing. Like a heavyweight like, situation. She thinks it's a heavyweight. Si- yeah. She thinks we're in a heavyweight scenario. Where <laughs> he got caught with Coca Cola in heavyweights camp. Yes. No, she actually thinks that. Yes. And so she meets Tom. My girl is dumb. No, she's my girl is dumb. Not the brightest. Uh, so she's she meets Tom, and this is the the brother who was kicked out of camp because he was found with Coke, and he's talking about camp, and to her, he looks about eleven or twelve. For all we know, he could be 15. This girl's not very bright, but he pulls out Coke and a crisp $100 bill that he rolls up. A and- 100? Come on. No, well, who was their brother? Blake doesn't know this yet. The the well the actor or whatever? Well, we know that, yeah, yeah that Peter it's Lacey is dumb. Scott's older brother. It's such, like, it's such a movie thing. <laughs> and then they, they're all starting to do Coke, and that's when it dawns on Leslie that they weren't talking about soda. <laughs> Right. Now that she's seen, like, uh, just uh, 12 grams go up people's nose, she's like, wait a minute. Wait, uh, wait so where's the cola? Uh, these wait. ain't pixie sticks. Guys, I'm thirsty. I was really hoping someone had some soda. Um, so that's when she has her first Coke experience um, and how it was so much better than smoking hash the night before. So, uh, Does she do it through the, the rolled up? Hundo? 
Is that what she does? She has a spoon, right? <laughs> she fills the spoon again and sniffs the cotton. Uh, she's instantly a yeah. pro. I think Virgin has a spoon and hands it to her. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> she didn't come prepared. Yeah. She actually just gets a, an actual, like, uh, just regular spoon. <laughs> not even a, a Coke spoon. She she's pushing, like, mound. a tablespoon and just is sniffing a tablespoon of Coke. Up she doesn't nose. even She doesn't even sniff it. She eats it like it's cereal. She just, like, <laughs> grabs it and shoves it in her mouth. That's I do it. <laughs> so, um, the gang is starting to come down. And Virgin and Ben get in, like, a little fight. And that's when Virgin says... I can't remember what it's about. Do you remember, Josh? But she says this line. You're delusional, Ben. You better lay off the stuff for a while before the hole in your head gets to be as big as the one in your nose. (laughs) Dear God. Uh, I really hope that there's a friend they all hang out with who has Coke nose. Like this 16-year-old boy just with Coke nose. I mean, probably. Like... (sighs) I mean, that would I mean, be a big kid, clue. This kid is, what, 12 or 13, and he's already Tom, been to rehab man. a couple? He's gotten kicked out of multiple, like, they sent him, like, the Betty Ford Clinic or something. He couldn't <laughs> hack it there. No. It wasn't Betty Ford, but it was uh, one of the name ones. Uh, shit, what's the one they all talk about later? The, uh... Oh, crap. The Mayo Clinic. No, it's not the Mayo Clinic. Uh... Cox South. <laughs> Coke Division. Cedars. Oh, Cedars. Cedar, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry. Okay. So the yeah, gang is coming Cedars. down and they're talking about lewds. So then it gets into like a Brett Easton Ellis kind of feel, right? Coke they're and just lewds. Running okay. Through so everything. that's what I wanted to talk about. That okay. was my note. All right. What's your what's going on? So this came out a year after Less Than Zero. Okay. Oh. And I feel like this was absolutely written in response to Less Than Zero, where that was a huge hit. The book itself, or the, are you talking about the film adaptation starring Robert Downey Jr.? That came out the year after this. That okay. came out in 87. 85, yes. 86, 87. This okay. is 86. I feel like this was a book that was the response to Less Than Zero. Okay. I'm basing this on nothing but the year. And it's L.A. kids run amok. Mm-hmm. No parents or parents not parenting. Mm-hmm. And this feels like the moral guidance of this is why what they're doing is wrong, where in Ellis, there's no, it's just amorality yes. and the reader can decide <laughs> what they what they make of it. Yeah, And I also feel like she, the writer herself, has never done a, a drug. So her uh, ideas of what drugs feel like all come from a description of drugs by other writers or uh, very special episodes of TV series or something that she watches. The only thing I will say Mm -hmm. is her initial description of her doing Coke is absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) I just sniffed there, but I've never done Coke. I just want to clarify. If any cops or my parents are listening, I have not either. But (laughs) I, I think... I, I do think that this is kind of a response to that and kind of the moral <laughs> panic around because less it. Than, was Less, less than, zero than Zero a hit amongst teens? Yes. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why do you I think know, they made I... the movie with the Brat Pack in it? Because yeah. they were just in everything at the time. But whenever... what do they call... What, what are they... The, the literary Brat Pack or whatever they, oh, whatever they right, call right. them. Like Jay... Uh, McInerney. McInerney. And, McInerney uh, and... There was yeah. a female Pet, uh, writer, Janowitz. too. Uh, Janowitz was there. They, yeah. uh, they all sucked. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean that's why they looking, cast Michael J. Fox in Bright Lights, Big City. They're like teens love him. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> they love Michael P. Keaton. Hey, what if he, <laughs> he he was all right at playing a cokehead? I I think I've never seen up. that movie. Have it's, you? It's kind of have funny. you read it? Have Have you Bright Lights, Big City? I actually think it's a pretty good book. I've only seen the movie. <laughs> I own it, but I've never read it. 
The adaptation of the movie is better than the one for less than zero. Uh, probably. I've never seen that. Oh, you would hate it. I'm sure I've I would. seen it. Yeah. Because the movie becomes a anti-drug yeah. kind of pair. It's kind of similar to something like this. Who was the co-star? Where... Was it Andrew McCarthy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and yeah. Was it Phoebe Cates? That sounds wrong. No. Was it, was it Jamie Gertz? Uh, let me look it up. Yeah. Jamie Gertz. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm a Gertz head. Um, <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, terrible adaptation. But I, I, I also think if we look back on Ellis's stuff now through the lens of how shitty he is as a person, mm-hmm. <laughs> like even if you liked it at the time, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, he, he actually wasn't uh, railing against this stuff. He just maybe thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I know. I just feel like he's an amoral asshole. That's how I feel about right. him. Like, and, he really is. It's and, not just, like, the, a, a condition that he puts in his characters. Like, he really yeah, is. Yeah, and, uh, Ameri- well, right. Amer- yeah. And American Psycho really was a, a how-to guide. It was, it was never a uh, morality tale like we thought. And, and that, that's the thing. Where you, when you read it as, like, a 20-year-old, you mm-hmm. can, like, be like, I see what he's doing here, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The best thing that ever happened to American Psycho was having someone who could direct it, like, turn it into a movie that could that you could read as, I don't anyway, she's better than him. <laughs> yeah, Mary oh, yeah. Aaron, totally. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I have to, that's my Brett Easton Ellisness from the book. Okay. So the kids are talking about lewds. That's when I said the Brett Easton Ellis thing. Okay. So they think they can pay off their dealer and get more Coke. And Scott takes Leslie home. Was this the night, though, that Virgin tells her there's no more free rides, or is that later? I think that is this night. Because at one point, Virgin says... Oh no, it's later on. So it's six it? weeks. It's six weeks later. I have it down as chapter fourteen. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, okay. I'm in chapter ten. Okay. I mean, they let her guest in on this coke for a long time without chipping in. Yeah. No free Yikes. rides. It's either cash, <laughs> ass, or coke. Okay. I I thought you were gonna pull it out, and I thought you were gonna have a rhyme. <laughs> I don't have a what what what's something that rhymes with ass that's cocaine. There is none. Glass. I mean, you're the one who set it up. Gla- you're the one who's got to knock I wish, it down. I, Jess is right. I wish it was meth so you could say glass. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. So um, <laughs> uh, Scott takes Leslie home and he says, hey, you know what? I want to introduce you to my brother. That's right. The Peter Lacey. The Peter Lacey? What? The Peter Lacey. From Miami Vice? And um, as they're leaving, that's when Leslie notices little Tom asleep. Sucking his thumb because he's just a child doing coke. <laughs> um, and so um, Leslie had forgot to grab her key. She has to get it from Brady and he's pissy and lets her into the house without talking to her. So six weeks pass. We learn that the gang has just been getting high and having fun. The night before, they went to Magic Mountain. And... I bet they did. <laughs> and uh, they were all high as shit. And uh, Josh is talking about how he wants to write a book. Like, he's one of those... I think we've had this before with Jay, right? Where Jay is like, I want to get into Satanism because I want to study it. And (laughs) I want to write about it. And Josh kind of says the same thing where he's like, I'm doing cocaine because I want to study it because I'm going to write a book about the merits of cocaine. And I I will say, in Jay's defense, he did write a book that was published. But the devil also forced... uh, Raul forced (laughs) him to kill himself at at the end (laughs) by taking possession of him after killing all of his friends. 
Yeah, I don't think that happens to Josh. I don't think he finishes his book. He probably spends a while at Cedars at some point, though. That's yeah. my guess. Yeah. And this is when Leslie is just laying in bed thinking about the past six weeks and how school, it seems so far away. And it's now the end of July, but she has to go back to Chicago soon. And she worries about how am I going to get Coke when I get back home? <laughs> She didn't hang out with anyone who does real drugs, maybe some grass. Uh, yeah, Elizabeth isn't, she already told her she don't want to be a friend anymore, so she she can't show back up and be like, get me drugs. <laughs> do you think Elizabeth has a drug hookup, though? I do not think so. No, I don't either. Um, she said, she even says, I'll have to look for a whole new set of friends. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Wait, hey, where are the drug friends around here? <laughs> I mean, there's always drug friends. that You've got like a built-in friend group. Just find the drug people. Yeah. Everyone's it's got always, a drug friend. I mean, the problem with drug friends is you have to make so many compromises with the kind of person you want to be <laughs> friends with so so that you can get drugs. Like, I had a friend in in high school who he was one of my punk friends and he would hang out with a guy to get drugs who was like a known Nazi. <laughs> he's like, but he's got the drugs. <laughs> like That's where my mind went. <laughs> I, like, I promised myself I'd never hang out with a guy with a swastika tattoo until I needed the hookup. Right. <laughs> then he didn't look too bad. Until I was fiending for it. And then... I don't know. I remember back in the day whenever I used to go to my... my, my he was my friend in real life. But also, I would buy marijuana from him. I'm just going to say it, guys. I smoked some grass well, in hey, my day. Hey, hey, hey. If any cops are listening, turn it, turn it off. You're not allowed to listen. Yeah, cops aren't allowed to listen to this. Uh, yeah. I think it's no. past the statute of limitations. This was like um, a million years entrapment ago. Entrapment much? I'm gonna I'm gonna swat you wait, guys okay, right wait. now. Wait, <laughs> if oh, anyone God. in here is a cop, you better tell me because it is against the law like for any, you to not tell me that you're a cop. Any of us three? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> Or the listeners. If any of you are a cop. You have to if tell you me. You have to write in. You have to tell us. Uh, no, but I remember my compromise was that one night to get what I needed for myself and another friend. I'm not going to name names. Name. So now you're trafficking drugs. I <laughs> Yikes. You just up the charge. I had to watch part of, oh God, I don't even want to say it. Family Guy. No. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty bad. Boondock Saints. Oh, I, oh, oh. I, I, I compromised my values as a as a human with taste at that point. Sorry for our Boondocks heads who love that movie. I can't do Meh. it. No, no, no apologies. Are we I was yet? thinking earlier for no. I was thinking how funny it would be to invite someone over, like on a date, and say, "I'll, I'll cook you dinner," and then we can watch Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can, can you imagine how much would you like to have? How much would you have to like someone to to go over and pretend to like Family Guy at their house? That probably happens in real life a lot. With not anymore, right? Not in people sure. still watch Family That's still Guy. A show, it's right? still a hit, right? Yeah, it's yeah. part of like the the animated lineup on it's like Fox the Simpsons. on Sundays. It'll never, it'll never yeah. die. Yeah, you got okay. you got Family Guy. You got is that Alien Show still on? Man, American Dad. That Alien Show. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't X-Files? recognize it anymore now that Cleveland is not a white guy. And, and you mean a black guy? 
No, the guy that voices him oh, was, was white. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I got you. Sorry. Surely that show is not still going. I well, think no, it is. That, that no. show, that show, the Cleveland show, yeah, the that Cleveland. has been on for a long time. Okay. Oh, he, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Right. They moved the character back to family. I think I don't watch the Jesus. show, but I, I think that's the narrative. As long as he's still white, that's what's important. Right. <laughs> well, he's not anymore. Listen, people just watch Fox now for Bob's Burgers, right? I think that's the show that people so. care about. That's but... the show that people seem to like, yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, anyway, her father, every Sunday they make a big brunch, and it's the Sunday is no exception. And she decides that she's going to do a little Coke before she meets them downstairs. And... Very smart. Before you go in, talk to your parents or talk to your hey. dad. A little bump. Her dad is not observant, but you know who is? Fred. We'll talk about that in a second. So she uh, she goes downstairs and her dad's like, we got something to talk about. And she's like, oh, shit, he knows I'm high as crap right now. And he says, you need to call your mom. <laughs> you haven't called her in two weeks. And her reaction is to, like, jump. Like, so she's high. And so she jumps up out of her chair and she's, like, standing up and, like, walking around and just, like, being insane in the kitchen. <laughs> like, oh, thank God he just wants me to call my mom. I'm acting perfectly normal right now. And then time, she... time to run and go have a, a coked up conversation with mom. <laughs> and so she gets up and uh, she – Fred stops her in the hall and she goes, Les, try not to get into the stuff so early in the day. It'll really bum you out after a while. <laughs> You have a bad trip. <laughs> and that's when Leslie's like, you, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I am fine. And Fred says, listen, I've been watching you when you come in at night, too. And I hear you pacing sometimes because you're too wired to sleep. And Leslie tells her she's crazy. And Fred says, no, but you are if you don't stop packing your nose, babe. Yeah. Uh, listen, here's what she should have said. You're not my fucking mom. <laughs> That's all you have to Just say. basically that. Yeah. 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 You're not my uh, mom. She, she also tells her it's worse than heroin. Uh... But then she also says, I won't narc. <laughs> I'm not that worried. You're fine. She's like, are you going to tell on me? Her dad also points out to her during this conversation that I'm worried about your weight. You're, you're, you're real thin. Yeah, dad. I'm a cokehead. That's what I do now. <laughs> I don't eat. I, I just pace around and. Uh, do coke off spoons room. all day. Yeah. Well, I do. I, I surf. I need to get I, on Coke. <laughs> I mean, the Coke diet is a, is a book I'm working on. I need it's re- it's replacing my old book, the Starbucks Starbucks diet, where I advocated eating a brownie and uh, drinking hot a uh, hot chocolate every hot day. Chocolate, yeah. Because <laughs> I got that quarantine fifteen. Just saying, that could really but help me out. Just you want your house to be clean, and you want to annoy everyone around you. Just start doing a lot of Coke. I mean, you could probably find meth pretty easy. This is Springfield Mo. It's the yeah, poor man's Coke. Don't do meth. <laughs> okay, so um, she decides to just kind of like, I think Fred and 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 her father, where do they, they go somewhere? They go away. And she, I mean, they're to- always gone. <laughs> but it's it's still Sunday afternoon, and she's lazing around, and she and Brady start talking again, and that's when they have their weird Scorsese conversation. Um, I don't know why I think it's weird. It just seems like a writer trying to be hip and the hippest director she can. Not that he's not a good director. He wasn't hip in 86, though. But that's what I feel like she's doing. She's she herself writing. This has got to be in her 40s. And she's like, what's a hip director? Scorsese. (laughs) Marty. Yeah. (laughs) Who were hip directors? Yeah, he probably was. It should have been David Lynch. Wait, when did Eraserhead come out? 
Didn't that come out in the early 80s? Or late 70s? Yeah, I, because I'm, I'm pretty 84. sure I'm pretty sure Elephant Man was probably already out at this time. No, no way. He was definitely a hot Eraserhead was 77? Oh yeah, baby. I said late 70s, right? That's old. When was Elephant Man? No, you're right. That was really early. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they should have... Dune was 84. Okay. Elephant Man was 80. Blue Velvet was 86. So... So Elephant Man was 80. So... Yeah, okay. yeah. And Blue Velvet, no, right. 86. And this book came out in 86. So, yeah. When was Wild at Heart? 89? Okay. 90. 90. Okay, I would say that... That, uh, well, Dune was kind of a flop, right? But I would say that Blue Velvet was, was hit. All right, we're getting off track. <laughs> okay, here. sorry. No, this, this, this is, is exactly what we're here to talk about. And then we're going to talk about. We're here to talk about the straight story, Blake. And then we're going to talk about that movie that David Lynch's daughter directed called Boxing Helena. Wasn't that his daughter? We've, I think we've talked about that on the this podcast Probably. before. Look, I want to watch that movie so bad. I say that every time it comes up. I say, I'm going to go and watch that tonight, and then I don't. <laughs> Julian Sands, weird movie. Wait, wasn't the, the woman from Sherilyn Finn, wasn't she in it? Mm. From Twin Peaks? I, we we have edited this exact conversation okay, okay, on okay. this podcast before. I'm just going to roll. <laughs> we'll we need to quit talking t- about David. I'm going to insert right. a clip. <laughs> okay, do it. No, I'm not going to go it, find that. It's just going to be... Helena, I'm going to box you. <laughs> I'm he cutting literally off... puts her in a box. Doesn't he cut off all her limbs? He cuts off her limbs oh. and keeps oh. her in a box. Come on. Yeah. That's not that's cool. what happens when your daddy is a director and you could make whatever movie you want. Also, this is an erotic thriller, is the genre. <laughs> Sounds hot. Yeah. Speaking of erotic thrillers, you know what Blake and I are gonna do after after we're done recording tonight? Watch Showgirls again. No, <laughs> we're watching Basic Instinct because neither one of us have ever seen it. Yeah, okay. That's assuming we get done before midnight. <laughs> no game. Uh, we don't have that much left. No, we don't. Uh, right, good. I, good. I, I'll say, no, I like that genre. I like the erotic thriller genre because it's fu- it's very stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, Basic Instinct, I think you'll enjoy. Although it's extremely problematic, is all I'll say. Well, oh, good. I mean, are all of Rose's movies kind of problematic uh, in a sense? Uh, not Starship Troopers. No, not Starship Troopers. Yeah, they all hold up perfectly. Sure. Well, I, I, other than that, he's a cop. Uh, but he's true. But he also, I guess he doesn't kill cops. He kills the corporate guys. But that, mm-hmm. that's I mean, good. if you're going to be a cop and you're going to be killing, kill the corporate guys. That's true. Don't kill the little people. Kill the corporate yeah. guys. Um, it's pro-police union. <laughs> so uh, anyway, basically, she and Brady make amends that day, bonding over Scorsese. And they're kind of flirting with each other. Um, yeah, yeah, she's getting kind of fl- because she's kind of over Scott and his bullshit. She really yeah, gets he- over Scott and his bullshit soon. Oscar hears me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Oscar agrees. This cat, continue. Oh, yeah. sorry, I anyway. thought Josh had more to say because he goes and and I was waiting. Okay, so she has a date with Scott that night. He comes to pick her up, and she he says, "Hey, we need you to bring some booze." So, oh, it's Absolute, not Sky. Of course, oh, okay. it's Absolute. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, hey, we need Once to- again, there are pull-out coupons in the middle of the book for- <laughs> Buy one, get buy one. Buy one, get one on Absolute. Absolute. And so um, she steals a bottle of Absolute from the freezer. And that's when he takes her to Peter's house. Because Peter has just gotten back from filming on location in Canada. And the brothers are kind of shitty to each other, right? They're making kind of shitty jokes to each other. Yeah. Um, Peter invites them to stay and watch a French movie. And then he makes a joke- to Scott, like, hey, maybe you could read the subtitles for us. And Scott gets really upset after that. And we don't find out why until later in the book. Yeah, They have an argument over their alcoholic mother. 
and um, they leave and they go to Josh's. And, and she's embarrassed by this because once yes. she's meeting her hot hunk hero, <laughs> but so he like her baby boyfriend and Scott like storms out and she's like, well, nice to meet all you guys. <laughs> like I felt bad for then. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. Um, so they go to Josh's and they do the last of the Coke they have and they drink the absolute. And that's when Virgin tells Leslie that, hey, no more free rides here. You've been huh. riding for six weeks now. It's time that you start chipping in. You're no longer a guest. You're you're one of us. You're using like us. You got to do your part to buy Coke. And and in this in this night, there's not that much, right? And she keeps coming in for more, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's like down to like a few more bumps, and here comes Leslie's stupid <laughs> head again. You know? <laughs> like you're getting pissed if you're the one who paid for this. Exactly. So. Um, Scott decides that he wants to go to a teen club and dance off some steam. <laughs> it said teen club. Hilarious. Yes. yes. No. Is that a real uh, thing? I don't. You don't. Know. You know teen clubs, right, Blake? Uh, like Skateland. No. I mean, I don't think we have. I I think they're kind of over. But like juice bars or something, right? Like they were like. This like like the Max. No, that's a no. diner. This doesn't sound real. But I don't know. Why does someone contact the Osbournes and find out what teen clubs they used to party and do coke party. at? This there is a California a, thing. There used to be a teen club in Springfield. Really? It was like a dance club. Uh, hold on. It was. Um, hold on. Monica went. To, we used to go to it when she was underage as a college student. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of thing. Um, was it, is it like those Christian coffee houses that sometimes have rock bands play? No, it was like a dance club. It's not Christian because everyone drinks in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, like how do you go somewhere to I wanna dance? I want to say that here in Springfield it might have been called The Fallout. The f- which actually is kind of name. a cool band, uh, cool bar name. Not bad. Sure. Yeah. But I, I thought that they at least had like an underage teen club night or something. A Blake was them. about to say, how can you go to a, a dance club and dance sober? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, how, how can you do that without drinks? Because everyone's doing coke in the bathroom. There. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Or in Springfield meth, or they're drinking out in the Fair parking enough. lot, or they're drunk when they get there. Blake, it's fine. But the idea of doing it stone sober is insane to me. Yeah. So. I hope no one ever has ever done that. Well, but- I'm going to – Well, this is not good because I just got a PPP loan, and I'm going to use it to open a straight-edge dance club. <laughs> and it's Funny. only going to be straight-edge hardcore boys dancing with their dumb punching and kicking. And so No drugs, but lots of violence. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's gonna say that all over the walls. No drugs, crossed out. Violence. Thumbs up. <laughs> Just a picture of Ian Mackay, like looking happy next to it. So, um, but at the club, every no one's having fun. They're all depressed. There's no coke. And uh, <laughs> I mean, these things go together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No coke. Not having fun at a lame club with no booze. Um. So they all leave the club, and then when Leslie gets home, she has the empty absolute bottle. She fills it up with water and hides it in the back of the freezer. So, and she, there's another um, absolute bottle in there too. There are two. So she hides it behind the I, other one. I thought there were three. There, there's constantly absolute bottles in this house. This family loves their Bloody Marys. That's my yeah. kind of family. So, anyway. Um, so Leslie is concerned because she doesn't know how she's going to pay for the Coke. And at one point, her dad meets Scott. I can't remember exactly why or what happened, but I just wrote "Dad meets Scott." <laughs> so, good good note taking there by me. Um, Scott runs to Peter's house to drop off some papers, and Peter is having a big—I'm going to say—Hollywood party. 
and he Scott leaves the room to do something. We find out what later. And um, Leslie does coke with Peter, and he hands her a gold straw. <laughs> so she's doing coke and a gold straw. And I wrote down this weird conversation where they're kind of flirting with each other. And Peter says, bet they don't have snow like this in Chicago, as he snorted a line himself. And Leslie said, Chicago's famous for its wind, not its snow. And she feels Boom. like... <laughs> You know, that's Clever actually girl. a myth. That's a, They don't even have wind there. That's bullshit. I was in Chicago one Blake's time. I'm start telling you how it doesn't rain that much in Seattle. And it was windy and cold Chicago as shit is Chicago. Not, is not abnormally windy. It, that, it comes from somewhere else. Look it up. It's just coming off the lake. It's fucking windy and cold, Blake. I've been no. there. One I time. lived there. I lived there. You lived in the... Did you live in Chicago? Yes. So who who would be your dream Coke... A uh, golden straw date. Me? Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do I have to think celeb... of like an '80s hunk, or could it be any era? It can be anyone. It can be anyone. Um. Well, I want someone that has experience. You have met. You have yet met the younger brother of of a. Okay, of a Hollywood hottie. I think I already know. Who has a coke hookup. Uh... I I would want it to be someone who you would you wouldn't imagine doing coke normally. Okay, so who would yours can be? It... I, I was waiting to do mine. He's got a big answer, and no, he's I got very a, proud no, of it. Now I built it up too much, but <laughs> it, it can be anyone from any era. They don't. And yeah, they don't, Jesus Christ! I did coke with <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, Einstein, Jesus, Gandhi, Mar- Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> um, I'm a little more militant than Blake, so if I'm it was with a, Malcolm. If it was a date where we did cocaine, uh-huh. Taylor Swift. First person that comes to mind. Oh, uh, that, that's just pretty good. That sounds yeah. fun, right? You know who would be fun to do coke with? Who? And I'm not a fan. Well, I am, sort of. Kanye. No, buddy. <laughs> it would be so annoying. He's but, already at a 10. Buddy, coke him up, he's at a 50. Bipolar disorder you and know cocaine? Yeah, that's probably not a good combo. God, could you imagine his tweets? Actually, he might be just coked up all the time. No, we don't he's know. just... He's... Honestly, if if I do any drug with him, I want it to be something that's going to knock. It. I want to do a horse tranquilizer with him to have him <laughs> fall asleep. Just do some ketamine. Uh, so okay. Um, I thought of someone and then they fell out of my head. So give me one uh. second. So mine, mine is cheating. Okay. But I, I want, I would choose Better Oblivion Community Center. So I'm doing it with Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridgers. Nice. That that would be fun. I okay. Yeah, that'd be a fun like night. A, a fun hangout. Okay. I just thought of someone. And, cause... Then, and then we just hear uh, Connor's horrible thoughts about things he wants oh. to happen to Trump children. But that that would be great. <laughs> okay. No, it would. that's good. Uh, I thought of someone, and the reason I'm going to pick this person is because I think that they're a great storyteller. And I also know that they have done coke Mr. in the past. Mr. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm basing their storytelling skills off of uh, my favorite episode of WTF with Mark Maron. And it is. And be- it's Mark Maron. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. It's the guy. No, it's it's Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, yeah. yeah oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, Think wait, of the wait. stories he could tell you. You know he's. Wait, have, have we seen it? Have we discussed this? I may have spammed you with this in our group message about how the, the, the fiona apple quentin tarantino uh yes <laughs> i think can you imagine being fiona apple or anyone with tarantino and paul thomas anderson when they're both coked up i would go lay on the front lawn yeah. and just 
stay away from these people. <laughs> I would probably like, do the same. Just PTA those, would be fine, but I, yeah. I think absolutely I think, not. He would not be fine. Mm, those two would be shouting at each other about obscure movies, I, take, and you would just be. Like, I say, as long this. as you're not with Quentin, it'd yeah, be fine. Take take QT out of the scenario, and, yes. and PTA might be kind of fun. Yeah, I but think you he'd be you want but you understand that PTA being around. QT is going to bring them both up to a 50. Oh, yeah. I would not want to do it with QT around at all. I would not want to do any drug with QT. Is Fiona I find his sober personality abhorrent. So there's no way that I would want to hang out with him. Sober, he's already coked up. Exactly. Yeah, it's insane. So there's no way that I would want to ever do any drug with QT. But PTA... My other favorite uh, initial uh, director who goes by his initials now would be fine. I think by himself he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Him and Maya Rudolph together would be fine. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once you bring in one of his cokey director friends, mm-hmm. not great. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Oh. I'm changing it to Carly Rae Jepsen because she has even an even more wholesome image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just want to say, because sometimes I forget to do this bit who is the lady pop singer on Blake's shirt tonight? Lana Del Rey. Because there obviously is one. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's now Lana Del Rey. Uh, I mean, she oh, probably a person who's done cocaine. Definitely, probably does cocaine. <laughs> I will say her ex-cop boyfriend will arrest you both on the spot. <laughs> Look, he's got you both under surveillance. You know, he's listens to the podcast. You know, he's a fan. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, you, we already said cops can't listen. She probably got dumped his ass so she could party again. So probably. I, it probably I'm, got old being like, fuck, why did I date a cop? I I'm can't do coke anymore. He said, I'm not bringing anything back from the evidence locker anymore. I said, no. <laughs> I had a friend who got in there, passed out and died. Yeah. Doesn't Lana even <laughs> sing about doing coke a lot? She, uh, she's yeah, a cokehead. So. Totally. So. Or had a phase. Molly, all that kind of shit. Yeah. Peyote. Yeah, PTA thing would be fun. I guess if I have to pick a Hollywood hottie actor, I don't know. All right, we've picked enough. Dick Gyllenhaal? Wait, wait. Okay, now who would be who would be the least fun? Gyllenhaal would be fun. Ooh. I'm going to say Zoe Deschanel, not fun. No, no fun. I don't think she seems fun on any level no, ever. Not, not fun, yeah. yeah, she seems like a stick in the mud, and I hate to say that, but... She's married to a property brother, so... Good oh, grief. Am I, going from Death Cab for Cutie to a property brother? I don't know who was in I didn't between, realize but... she married a property brother. I heard about that. Mm. That's just some weird. Oh, range. Ben Gibbard's got to be hurting right now. I would that. be. No, 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 no. He's like dodged a bullet. He did. He did. Ben Gibbard probably. But you be were very picked over a with. property brother. I meant his self-esteem. I didn't mean. Do you think the? Problem- you know what? He's probably over it. He's probably. Fine I, no, I honestly think it's one of those things where when you date someone and your your cat is out of control tonight. Yeah. Yeah. He really wants attention. I'm sorry. Uh. Okay. uh hey, Oski. Um. It, I, I think it's one of those things where if you date someone, you're really sad about it, but then they start dating like the worst person. <laughs> like, then you're it, like, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, some you can take it as a they picked this person over me, or you can take it as, oh wow, <laughs> what, what, what was okay. I thinking? I thought of someone I would do coke with, Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think he'd be cool to do coke with. I think he, he would be the same. Oh, I think he would be exactly. I know I, what to expect. I don't I feel think he safe. would change. Yeah, he would just be Jeff Goldblum. Uh, 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 I can't do it. That's my Jeff Goldblum impersonation. Uh, that's, that's good. On we, Coke. We know on what Coke. Yeah. Here's the person I would not do Coke with. Mm-hmm. Scott. Scott. Uh, Bacula. Lacey. <laughs> Scott Bakula. <laughs> I would not do Coke with the Quantum Leap guy ever. 
Yeah, cause, because he's going to lose uh, reality and start trying to leap. <sighs> Just leaping out. God. Uh, yeah, but Scott doesn't seem fun. I'm bringing it back to the book, Blake. That's, mm-hmm. that's Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to learn how to surf from him. I'd rather drown. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, Peter also laughs at her smart retort that she's very proud of about um, how Chicago's famous for wind, not snow. And he says, summer snow's the best. He has the titular line. And then he love says, it. luckily in L.A., it snows all year round. I love it. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he winked at her and leans over to snort a line. He's City a very... of angels. <laughs> so um, Scott, and at the time, I think that the that the Marilyn Lavicki is pointing out that he has a uh, fancy Rolex, right? Like, I think yeah, she yeah, keeps yeah. seeing his Rolex. Okay, so Scott insists that they leave the party, but Leslie wants to stay. And Scott says, hey, look, we're going shopping. And he um, takes her. Say it like Oprah. Say it like Oprah. No, we're going shopping. I don't know how would she say. (laughs) And you're going shopping. And And you're going shopping. Okay. So yeah, he just like he's like get the fuck in the car. We're going shopping. Like he's being a dick. Yeah, yeah. So he grabs her and he takes her to. He also is like always mean to her about like Mm -hmm. knowing that that party actually likes you. They're just humoring you, like because she's like having fun with Mm -hmm. like celebrities. His brother. Yeah. 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 And so he's just like shits on her for having a good time yeah well he really hates his fucking brother so i mean that's all yeah for is. being yeah. more fun and being cool <laughs> and, and having uh, lots of coke all the time and a rolex yeah. so <laughs> yeah. fuck that guy and uh so they go to he tells her it's a seedy side of la and to leave her purse under the seat in the car and he takes her to a store and they buy about i wrote 420 dollars in clothing and um when they go to pay, he slides out a credit card. But whose name is on that credit card, Josh? Wait, is it is it Frederica? It's Frederica's. So, that's, but that's not her. That's not him. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So whenever he was asking her to get booze, he was sniffing around the house and found her purse and credit card, and took it. They don't check IDs here. What, what's going on? Well, he tells her that she forgot her purse in the car. Mm-hmm. What? That, and she's that, like, that, wait a minute And here. Leslie is too, like, shocked she's to do dumb. anything. She's so naive. I mean, as we've said before yeah. throughout this book, she like, she's Coca-Cola. just very, yeah. Coke is Coca-Cola. Uh, snow is actual snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frederica's a friend, not her dad's girlfriend. Colombians, yeah. Folgers, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and Scott explains to Leslie that, hey, look, it's just a loan. We're gonna hawk these clothes for cash, and then we'll <laughs> we'll uh, get the clothes and jewelry back, and then pay off Fred's credit card. She'll never know. It's, it's a some great grift. Weird, shitty grift that he's thought of. Like I don't. Are they gonna intercept the visa bill? Like how does this work? He well, no. He says like he says she spends so much she doesn't even check her bill. Oh, yeah. Which which is probably, he's probably not wrong. Right. Because cause... for some reason, again, let's run the ages on everyone here. She is 16, 17. Mm-hmm. He's 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Fred is like 25. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and getting dicked down by a 40-something guy. Yeah, but, you know, like, but he's probably Why is paying... she hanging out with them? But he's probably paying her credit card bill, and I bet you Dad would notice it. If it were just Fred, she probably Maybe. wouldn't no, notice it. No, no, no. It. Maybe. But, but my point, my my main point is, 
she is too like I understand. Okay, let me say I'm against this. Okay. I understand like a 19 year old boy hanging out with a 17 year old girl. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? like I do not understand a 25 year old woman hanging out with a 19 year old boy, mm-hmm. and all that are like 19 year old friends. Mm-hmm. Like that seems kind of weird. Like if it's like a party situation, I don't know. Like I feel like you cut off anyone under 21 once you're over. Yeah. It could happen like, accidentally mm-hmm. at a party, but not really yes. on purpose. Yeah. Or I, I don't. I don't see how she meets uh, Leslie's dad in a world where she's also hanging out with Scott. <laughs> They're all in the same circles. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, that's why I need the backstory. That's why we need the uh, the whatever we said the prequel was or the the dad's version was. <laughs> Too horny to parent. Too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too old to go for girl. Wait, yeah, no. The, a, a Linda story. Too yeah. horny to watch one child. Yes. yes. <laughs> there, there we go. So too horny, two parent, one girl. Yeah, that's better. Um, so Scott takes them to sell the merchandise to the candy man. I guess that's what they call their what is that? Like the do they call him a fence? Is yeah, that, he's a fan. Mm, yeah, he's a fan. So they only make a hundred dollars, and he is pissed. I mean, what do you like? How? What did they spend? Uh, four hundred and twenty. This is literally what I would pay someone mm-hmm. for books. Well, yeah, like if, that's the. It's yeah. the same. Like I give twenty five percent of what I sell something for. No, in that's cash. that's what it. That's how it works. Whenever you resell, and so anything. he's like, wait, but but you should be giving me. Dollar to dollar. <laughs> this this yeah. is Pawn no, Stars. That's all not how it works, yeah. buddy. Yeah, someone like, from Pawn Stars, like, hey, it's, uh, it's worth for four hundred. I want four hundred. Uh, I know like, math. I'm sure we've all sold uh, books, or we've all sold CDs to CD Warehouse back in the day. Oh like, man, so many. You're you are just hoping to get something. Look, mm-hmm. Entertain Mart, twenty five cents per PlayStation Two game. It all. That's just how it goes. It adds up, though. <laughs> Can I tell you? You take a big old bag in. And if you get like 20, 30 bucks, that's a good day. That's like, a really you good. don't you don't think about it. You cannot think about what you spent on it. You're just like mm-hmm. I, I right now I have zero dollars. If they give me thirty dollars, I can go I can and I can buy a few bumps, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's the going rate, but I mean she needs to start pulling her weight. She brought it's one true. bottle of absolute vodka once. Yeah. And thought you... I'm done. Did my part, gang. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's time for you to do some credit card fraud from your fake stepmom. Yeah. So here's my thing is like, you would think these kids are all LA kids and rich as fuck, right? And so. I mean, he should be. He's still from his brother. Well, he does later. He steals a Rolex. But anyway, he rationalizes stealing. He says, we didn't always have money to buy the stuff. So we have to borrow it from our parents or our uncles and uncle or aunts and uncles and grandparents. People with money. It's not like we're borrowing it from anyone who needs it or anything. That would be terrible. So it's not like they're stealing it from a homeless guy's jar. Or... But he would. <laughs> he oh. absolutely would. If there was a homeless guy who was asleep on the street and he had a jar or a coffee cup or whatever, that kid would be dipping in it. He would have pulled the Robin Hood thing that I think Sheriff the Sheriff Nottingham does where he puts it in Friar Tuck's thing when he's pretending to be blind and like mm. tosses a coin in. They come out and he catches them. Mm-hmm. He would. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He would stick a a scotch tape covered hand into the Salvation Army bucket. <laughs> Is this uh, something uh, that people have done? You never seen Home Alone two? Oh Home no, Alone I haven't. The Sticky Bandit. You've the, never seen Home Alone two? The Sticky Bandits. I come on. 
Did you even understand my Home Alone 3 fan fiction when you heard it? Wait, there was Home Alone 3 fan fiction? It was probably at a did reading you not, at Bookmarks. Did you come to that reading? I was at a fan fiction reading because I read Saved by the Bell fan fiction. I don't, That's right. Why was there Home Alone 3 fan fiction? I don't know. Blake, I don't I've been that. pushing this for a while. But you know what? Maybe As, I just forgot because I only saw, like, I've seen Home Alone, like, a million times, but Home Alone 2 I've only seen once and I was probably 10. Like, and I, Donald Trump, Donald Trump's in it. So trigger vaguely warning. remember I that. Is, I watch it just for Trump. Who, uh, trigger warning: Rob Schneider's in it. <laughs> uh, oh, I Wait. mean, a lot of canceled people. Who else is in it? Uh, Daniel Stern, Joe Pesci, Macaulay no. uh, Culkin, Catherine fucking, O'Hara, uh, the guy from Tim, Clue, Tim Tim Curry. Right? Tim Curry's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Large. I only pizza. remember Tim Curry. <laughs> I'm a Gertz head and a Curry head here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, all I was going to say was that, and I've been pushing this for a while, it's a good concept, but now it can't work because Culkin's too old. But the Home Alone 3, and you could do it now with the kids, you can reboot it, whatever. But it was, he's in college, and they are, they've gotten out of prison, mm-hmm. and he's staying there over Christmas break, mm-hmm. not a lot of people in the dorms, and they're coming to get him. That was my fan fiction. Okay, I think mm-hmm. I, I vaguely remember mm-hmm. you talking about that. That I was confused because there already is a movie called Home Alone Three. It, there it, is, but that's not canon. That's it's not, not canon, canonical. and it also yeah. It there's st- no Culkin. Yeah, there's no Culkin. Are Peshti and Stern still in it? I doubt it. No. Okay, then it's not canon. If there's no what one, what if Stern was in it but Peshti wasn't? <laughs> I could see that happening. <laughs> I can absolutely see that happening. Uh, when I used to work at a movie theater uh, in Wisconsin, a guy. This is so convoluted in the story. Okay, so there were, I worked two jobs. I had a job at Taco Bell, mm-hmm. and I had a job at the this movie theater. And there was a guy that worked at a, uh, a, a factory that printed magazines, and he would take Playboys off the line, and he would mm-hmm. bring them to a guy I worked with at Taco Bell and trade them for free food. Oh, my God. Anyway, he came once on a Sunday night. And watched Home Alone 3 alone. He was the only person in the theater. <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> oh my Did not trade Playboys to get into it, though. Aww. Did not trade Playboys. I'm still sad for this guy, though. No, yeah, he was he was kind of a sad guy. but I'm sad. But... Kind of funny. Yikes. <laughs> yikes. Yeah, that, that that is a yikes for me, fam. But... <laughs> so, um... You think he still works there? I bet they shut it down. Like, all, all factory jobs have kind of gone away. They're Magazines pretty much all gone. Anymore. I, yeah. need, I need to hook up on that Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, on the Playboy. <laughs> Play, does Playboy even that, print physical copies anymore? I think yes, they yes. sell them at Barnes and Noble. I know, yeah, you can. Okay. But I think they they might have gone the route of Rolling Stone, where you know how Rolling Stone it's, is is monthly now instead of biweekly. It wouldn't surprise me. Playboy was bi monthly now. I think they and just I made think, the magazines. I think they're really literally, expensive. Literally, what I'm thinking of is Playgirl went digital only. Oh, oh no! Well, that's Not sad. Cool. Not fair for the ladies. I mean, yeah, lo- uh, look. Ladies love that kind of thing. Love it. I remember when I worked at Barnes, I was in charge of the magazines for a long time. And we would get bundles and bundles of Playboy in. And for Playgirl, we'd get like three or four issues. Yeah. And they were tucked in like the back corner of women's interests. But Playgirl was always the <laughs> one that we found defiled in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Playgirl is a very popular title to be found in the men's bathroom open and I, i'm not judging i just wish oh. they would clean up after themselves yeah, just pick up buddy did, did, did a lot of people buy uh like that kind of like mm-hmm. 
most of the time it was found Men, um, men's interest women's interests i'm gonna oh, yeah. call them there Spe- were, yeah, special did, did people buy like did you did you guys have like hustler i'm wait i'm gonna say it like uh phil seymour hoffman <laughs> and uh magnolia uh hustler peanut butter um bread uh pack of marlboro lights uh Love it. Great scene. Just, Good scene. Just him laughing like, you have that? <laughs> <laughs> we did Just not. Awkward nervousness. Did yeah. not have Hustler, but we had Penthouse. Okay. Yeah. So we you had. You drew the line somewhere. <laughs> Got to draw the line somewhere. There was Penthouse. There was. You can't do hardcore. Playboy. There was but, another Penthouse spinoff that we carried. And then there were, there were some. There were gay uh, stuff. Gay uh, special interest magazines. Yeah. Yeah. Gay yeah. softcore. So, but, but, mm-hmm. but people did. People did buy them. You did would have, have people who would buy they w- them. They yeah. wouldn't have stocked any if they just never sold. Yeah. We had, no, I know. But we like, had one of the busiest, like, I think we yeah. were like, for the newsstand in general, for magazines, we, we had, we were, we were a like big number, spot. number 10 in the country. You were like the only magazine place in Springfield, though. Well, there was the electric newsstand downtown. No, I mean, but I, they, <laughs> we were basically. RIP yeah. to some real ones. Yeah. But, uh,. Yes, basically, because most bookstores are used or they do not carry publications like print publications like magazines, periodicals. Yeah. yeah. So we, I, yeah, but we, I, we sold quite a bit. I, I like the idea of trying to look smart. So I'm going <laughs> to buy the corrections. I'm going to buy uh, a couple Murakamis and penthouse here. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't, usually, finish. honestly, Whenever people would buy porn, they would buy stacks of it. And I felt like I was always the one ringing them yeah. up. Like, they were just unabashed, did not care. The people who did care. Was it like a thing where they were like, there were two people checking out, you and like a a, a boy, and they were like, oh, you can go in front of me. <laughs> just yeah. waiting for you to open up so they can bring up their stack. Yeah, these filthy. Uh, or like an old lady. They're like, oh, I don't want the old lady. I want the young girl. I don't want the old lady knowing my porn yeah. habits. Yeah. I, I feel I feel weird enough just like, Selling large stacks of books to anyone, not feel weird, but but like when I'm ring stuff up, it feels like it takes forever, and mm-hmm. I just want to like, I get them out before they can change their mind and not buy books. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, uh, what yeah, sucks about Barnes and Noble is like transactions do take forever, no matter what you're buying, because we had to ask you fifty questions. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will you be using you your member, member card you to member? save ten percent? Have you heard about the program? Would you like, can you, can we get your email for promotions? Like blah, blah, blah. And out of the time, the guy's just thinking, girl, I just want my penthouse mm-hmm. and my penthouse I've already, <laughs> That's when I would I've skip I've already defiled a playgirl in your bathroom. <laughs> like, I honestly, like, I skip those questions a lot. Uh, if there was a manager beside me, I would ask them. But you could also tell that I never really asked the questions because they felt so unnatural coming out of me. Like, uh, 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 yeah. do you have a mem- uh, member I card? had terrible like, numbers. Was... I, I cannot do that kind yeah. of thing. Like, no. I'm just not. Uh, do you know how much you could be saving today on your yeah. penthouse letters? Exactly. Issues? <laughs> You've got a stack uh, Let me tell you, a you could high, be man. saving $3. It'll pay for itself. <laughs> you could be saving $3 on your porn today, sir. <laughs> Anyway, I just wanted to say I wanted that Phoebe Bridgers Playboy so I could read her interview. My okay, I read the. You interview. can read her interview. You can read online. it online. Blake. I don't. And yeah. also, as I did. Well, I, I like did to. Too. I like, like to read it. Gentleman. in print. I like to read it in print. I don't look at the. He's gonna take those pictures and hang them up. Like just print them I out. Take, like I used to. I cut the pictures. I cut the pictures out and I throw them away and I just read the text. <laughs> we have so many Playboys and, that he's just done that too. Like and, the, one with and the problem is when. 
when you cut out the pictures, sometimes you cut out part of the back part of the interview, and I'm, I'm missing a lot of uh, text. Missed a lot about the recording of the new album, but it's what you got to do to stay mm. a gentleman. Uh, my <laughs> thing was I didn't know if it was print or online only, so with the Phoebe Bridgers content. I'm just hoping so. she keeps the skeleton suit on. It's a good skeleton suit. I like it better, though. It really I love is. it. It's like Halloween every day. Mm-hmm. It's a good suit. All right, back to uh, the book. Yeah, can you finish this book in like 10 minutes? No, can we keep talking about pornography? All right, keep talking about the book. I'm going to fill up my drink. I want to find a special children's book about porn. That's my next mission. Do we want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a quick break because uh, I want to get another drink. They're hanging out in the convertible, and Scott is kind of burying his soul and talks about his past and how he even, like, the last straw for his family was when he stole the family silver to Hawk and how he had to go to Cedars, and he called it a real downer. Yeah, it, it's surprising that it's, I don't know, it's kind of a bummer when you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you have to go to rehab. It's, like, not cool. So uh, the coke, the small amount of coke that they could buy, he cuts with baby laxative mm. and puts in separate envelopes. And he's talking about um, a deal he's going to make, and they're both high. They both have done five lines. Can can when you talk about these deals, can you say it in the dealmaker himself's voice? We get some baking soda. We put it in a bag. We're gonna cut, it, folks. We're gonna cut it up. We're gonna make a deal. <laughs> I'm the, I don't have a good I don't have a good Trump impression. None of us do, but we're gonna it's not gonna stop us. I mean, you guys heard my Goldblum earlier. It's shit. No, nah, the Goldblum was all right. Okay, it wasn't bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew who you meant. Thanks. Okay. I mean, you said like his one catchphrase, <laughs> which is uh, 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 stammering. That's his catchphrase. Yes. The caption just says stammer, stammer. <laughs> <laughs> so they get home at six a.m. and uh, Leslie sneaks sneaks. Sorry. Fred's credit card back, and she goes to the fridge to check on the vodka, and she notices that the absolute vodka bottle with water in it is frozen and cracked. So she decides to hide it behind a stack. <laughs> is of that what cuisines. happens when you do that? Yeah, when, yeah, Blake. When you put oh water yeah, in there, water yeah. freezes. Yeah, yeah and it, it becomes ice. And then, uh... I like how she didn't know that water became ice when you put it in the freezer, <laughs> <laughs> or that it could expand and crack the bottle. So. Oopie. So the next morning, she tries to call her mom. She's just feeling really listless. Decides to write a letter to Liz and throws it away. And then Scott comes to pick her up because he's going to take her to sell the Coke that he cut with uh, baby laxative to kids outside Beverly Hills High. Oh, my. Come on. This is just like textbook evil stuff. <laughs> and as they're selling right, the, Coke, yeah. the Coke to the kids, this is when Leslie thinks, you know what? <laughs> I might be an addict. I might have a problem. I think this now that I, now that I'm rolling in with my with my boy who is <laughs> who is selling this to children, I might have a problem. Maybe. And the crime is that they're selling the bad cut shit to kids, not the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you know sell what? that pure shit, pure, pure only to our nation's children. And what is his justification for selling it to kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they can make money to buy more dope. I can't remember. Or they no, won't. Well, know. he's like they would get it anyway. 
Oh, the justification just for selling drugs in general, not like yes, yeah. That's well, what, to kids, like yes. he's like they would get it anyway. This is more watered down, so it's better for them. No, that's Safer, why you need- and they'll you know what it'll clear out their bowels. It's got some laxative <laughs> in it. Well, we're we're making them more regular, you know? keeping them in shape. <laughs> and it's like e- it's like eating fiber. It's basically the same thing. Same thing. This book does not deal enough with the fact that cocaine makes you poop. <laughs> <laughs> it does. That's a thing. Wait. Josh, don't answer. Don't answer. That's entrapment. Do not say anything. Jess, Jess is. I collapsed. know from train spotting that opioids make you not poop. So, so if you need to, well, just do both if you want to solve the problem. How do you think these people get so skinny? I just they're always pooping. They didn't eat because they were well, that too. doing coke. It speeds up your whole system. It would make sense that it would speed up your bowels. So I'll answer off air. So. Well, maybe maybe Coke is always cut with laxative, and you just have never. Maybe no one knows that. Mm. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, good theory. Good theory. So after they sell all their drugs, he drops her back off at home, and they make plans to go to Virgin's that night. And Leslie doesn't want to go. We have to stop saying that name. <laughs> That's no, I the like name. It. That's I um, then she decides to check the vodka because she's become very paranoid about it, and then she sees that there are two bottles, and both are full. The bottle that was cracked with the water is gone. Does it, so have you ever been in that situation before where it's freaked you out when you know you've been caught doing something mm-hmm. and someone is acting like you didn't? You know what I mean? Like, like I someone's done covering wrong. up for you? Well, not even that, but just like you, you're caught, but they're not commenting on it. Mm-hmm. Like they're playing mind games with you? Maybe like a parent has oh. found something bad of yours and have thrown it away. And mm. no one's ta- commenting on it. But and it's like it didn't exist or it didn't happen. And it's a very un- unhealthy way to parent. <laughs> and they never say anything about it to you. Like they just got rid of it and then don't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, All those play not girl- parent, just anything in your life ever. Well, I was trying scary, to think. Like, that's a scary fucking feeling. There was the time where I was drinking the cabinet gin, and I thought I was free and clear, but my sister narked on me. Your sister. Oh. Monica, we've been over this, but call, we're not over it. Call her out. <laughs> the under sink gin, the, the cabinet sink not, gin. That is the worst. But I'm trying to think, because I really thought I would get away with that, and of course my mom did find out, because Monica narked on me. But I'm trying to think if there's something that my mom found or got rid of that I would have been in trouble. But my mom was not the type who like went through my shit. You know what I mean? Like She wasn't like... I do not know what you mean, based on my life. <laughs> <laughs> she was the type of person who's like, this dead Kennedy's shit. CDs have got to go and would throw them all away without me knowing. Literally the opposite. Down to the CDs. Definitely happened to like some Mormon friends of mine who had dead Kennedy's paraphernalia. So by that I mean tapes or CDs underneath their bed in the shoebox. And their mom or dad found it and threw it away. And so for a long time, my friend Matt, uh, I would record dead Kennedy CDs onto cassette, but I would write Bon Jovi. Not Bon Jovi, but like Bob Dylan or something obviously not subversive, you know, like on the on the little yeah. Right. Jesus Co- culture. Uh, <laughs> uh why were the Mormons so into the Dead Kennedys just based on your experience? It's rebellion. Mormon Mormon boys love Dead Kennedys. He was actually originally from Wisconsin, so he was really into punk. I don't know if that's a Wisconsin thing or not. But he was a big punk kid and his parents found all of his stuff and threw it away. Well, Blake's the expert in the upper Midwest, so we should ask him. Yeah, tell us more about... What? Why am I the expert? Mr. Chicago is not winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chicago is is called... Hang on, y- you guys continue while, while I... Ex- 
look up the reason why it's called the Windy City. Okay, fine. You do that. So uh, <laughs> uh, Peter picks her up. Uh, I said Peter. It must have been Scott is what I meant. <laughs> so Scott picks her up earlier Peter. than expected. <laughs> and he has something he needs to sell. And he's asking Leslie to uh, give him directions. He has a map. And he keeps calling Briar Street Bear Street, which is when Leslie snaps at him. Can't you read? And then she realizes that Scott is dyslexic. And that's why he was upset when his brother said he could stay and read the subtitles for the French movie. So I guess that's the big reveal and why we are supposed to feel bad for Rich Boy. Right. Rich Coke Boy is he's dyslexic. Do you ever feel bad for him? No. No. Not yeah. not once. I don't feel bad for anyone in this stupid story. So anyway. Uh, uh, I feel I bad, bad for, for the mom. I feel bad for Fred, whose credit card was compromised. <laughs> I feel bad for a credit score that got fucked up. <laughs> no, I just I know how it feels whenever you get your credit card bill back and you're like, Jesus Christ. But she's just gonna pass it on to her uh To loser. her sugar daddy, yeah. Yeah. I guess I do feel bad for mom. And maybe for the friend Liz who was dumped for no reason. I, I will say this for, for Fred though. Like I, I think a lot of times in this kind of narrative, they're set up to kind of be someone who's using someone mm -hmm. and she's, she's not like, she really likes him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and she's not a narc. I don't know. I kind of like her. Fred's fine. Like, I mean, she's not, she's not, uh, someone who should be, uh, even de facto parenting a, a, a 17 year old, mm -hmm. you know, like that, but I, I think she means well, and mm -hmm. she's trying to... It's like when I caught my sister when I was, like, 20, 20, uh, 19, 20, mm -hmm. like, when she was, like, having drunken parties, and I was supposed to be watching her, and I did not tell my parents. Mm -hmm. Instead, I made her watch Donnie Darko and write an essay about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the ultimate punishment. Mm. Wait, mate. It's only a punishment. I'm, wait, if it's I made the her watch that. Cut. I made her write an essay about Catcher in the Rye oh, and okay. read it. I, I, ooh, that's even better. I would, I would say the only time Donnie Darko is a punishment is if you're forced to watch Richard Kelly's uh, director's cut. <laughs> that's that's when it's a punishment. Yeah. Got him. I can't Got wait. To, I can't Burn. wait to make my kids watch the Snyder cut, the whole thing, <laughs> as as punishment. Uh, um, I almost watched Southland Tales this morning, oh, and God. yikes! I didn't. Well, I'm going to give it another shot, but okay. I didn't have enough time before work. Mm. I mean, the box is a masterpiece. So. Blow my tears. Wait. From the Chicago Tribune. Mm -hmm. Chicago is indeed a rather windy city, but it certainly isn't the windiest. With an average wind speed of 10.3 miles per hour, Chicago ranks 12th windiest amongst the nation's major cities. That's still pretty windy. Boston is the windiest. A likely source of the nickname is political. Frequent political conventions were held in Chicago in the latter portion of the 1800s, and long-winded politicians were often. That is Mike. Long-winded politicians were often described as windy. So, so there you go. I mean, I mean, I mean, Blake, your your intro to that was yes, it's a windy city. But <laughs> it's not 12. number twelve. It's not all that windy. Motherfucker, it's what? the Windy City. Deal with it. That shit is windy. I've been there. It's windy. And it's a bitterly it's cold It's right wind. off the lake. It's right off of Michigan, dude. That's only if you're, like, standing by the lake shore. There's yeah, but whole... I'm standing... I'm on fucking Lakeshore Drive, dude. <laughs> that's the only place Josh <laughs> Oh, goes. I didn't live anywhere near Lakeshore Drive, and it wasn't very windy. Well, that's your problem. Lake lived in between two high-rises, and it's like, <laughs> what are these people talking about? I feel nothing. It'd be windy up here. I have not gone outside once. 
I didn't go outside. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say that I have more experience in Chicago the time my friends told me that I could park in Cubs executive parking (laughs) when we were going to an anti-flag show. And I parked there because we couldn't find parking. And my car got towed. And we had to walk like 40 blocks in Chicago. I have more experience in Chicago than you do. You had a worse experience, which is hard to do, but I wouldn't say it's more experience. Let's not fight over this. Chicago is windy, okay? Just chill. Yes. But uh, there are other reasons for this. It's not called the windiest city. It's called the Windy City. Yeah. For other reasons. Yeah, because Blake's blowhard ass is winding everywhere. (laughs) Back to the story. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I thought we were going to knock this one out in like 30 minutes. Finish this puppy off. Yeah, we're we're getting up there. Come on. So, uh, then we had to talk about Playgirls for a while. <laughs> so uh, Scott sells his brother's Rolex. That's where he's trying to get to is to this place where he can sell the Rolex. And um, they go to Virginia Virgins, and everyone gets high except for Leslie, who only does two lines. She's very, you know, uh, abstaining, very conservative. Yes. Okay. Two lines. Um. And then Josh says his brother, Tom, is at a new rehab, and they won't see him for a year. Once again, a total downer. Um, <laughs> uh, Virginia suggests that they should go swimming in someone else's pool. This sounds like a friend we used to have. Well, we still have, but she likes to go swimming in pools at night and sneaking in. Uh, mouth who that is to me. Oh. <laughs> you did not mouth that quiet enough. <laughs> Yeah, we're c- I'm cut, cutting all that. Yeah. No, no, shout out her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a fun thing to do when you're young, right? Also, just sure. a bad girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, bad girl. she says at the neighbor's house, like, there's a house she knows that belongs to Marilyn Monroe, and it was where she died, and the owners are out of town, so everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> let's go to the pool, man. So they go to the pool, they start swimming and stripping, and then floodlights come on, and everyone runs off and leaves without Leslie, who is caught by a security guard. I like how quickly you went through, started swimming and stripping. <laughs> and that's what they did. It was all very fast. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So the cop, he doesn't just let her off with a warning. He takes her to jail. Like, you've got a young, naked girl. Come on. I mean, we, I mean. Okay, this is to prove that cops are only to exist to I, protect private property. That's it. I like, mean, I, do, I know we haven't gotten into, the, into this enough on this podcast, but this is an anti-cop podcast. <laughs> <laughs> totes um it was the whole time you just didn't know <laughs> didn't it, know it. <laughs> um she tries to call her dad but guess what dad's gone so she calls brady and brady and his mom come to get her but little does she know that brady's mom the woman who just had a facelift a few weeks back is one of the most popular singers in the country so who or- is she now now i would say she's madonna but at that point she wouldn't have been madonna no it, in what 86 86 uh tiffany not even share maybe share could have been a share type person she was older could have been like celine dion i mean that's too way too early um, that's too early like it had to be someone old like i mean aretha franklin i don't fucking know <laughs> no i i mean it, it's it's probably Jackson. no uh, it's it's an who... older established singer is what you're trying to say it would be someone someone like stevie nicks yeah. or it wouldn't be stevie nicks but like a barbara or, streisand uh, oh it could be a barbara streisand type yeah, Streisand's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, a Streisand or a Share or I mean, now though it would be Madonna, the matriarch, old over the hill you know, person Ma- trying Madonna's to be cool. Madonna's about sixty, so well, she does no, have she does have saying. children who are young. Like 
Did the, you see that TikTok? No. no. What? what? Never mind. Is there, well, I, Madonna, I, don't, I honestly don't want to get into it. Madonna has TikTok. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it. No, podcast. that her. Okay. Well, she has an adopted black son, right? Mm-hmm. And so she said, this dance is for George Floyd and posted a video of him dancing in like their kitchen or something and posted it. And it was just like, everyone on earth was like, Madonna, what the fuck are you doing? Like she, she's been messing up this entire quarantine. Like when she posted that bath photo and it was like, COVID does not judge between any of us. We're all the same. No lady, you are in a mansion in your bathtub. <laughs> yeah. This does. Like there's a lot of poor people that don't, uh, Madonna is so infuriating. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't get, she's I think fine. Almost all celebrities are infuriating at this point, especially the ones who are. They're either posting dumb videos singing Imagine, or they're on the other extreme where they're bitching about how their mansions are like prisons, yeah, aka so like, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen, Ellen, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're either trying too hard and coming off as kind of like self, I don't want to say self indulgent, but. No, they are self indulgent. Yeah. Trying to make any of this shit about you. Yeah. Uh, the only good celebrity right now is uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson because they had COVID, and they're ju- they're, right. they're just being they're just being good. They're living like, their they're best not- lives. They're going and giving their plasma to uh, scientists. Yeah. Know? No, I I think there is a way to be a good celebrity through any of this, and a lot of them are messing up. <laughs> a lot of it is just maybe donating your millions of dollars and not posting stupid, shitty things on your uh, social media platform about how your house is a prison when you have a pool. And Get your ass out there in March. <laughs> don't have to worry about food. And you don't have to worry yeah, about how no. you're going to pay your bills. And you don't have to worry about uh, Try making it. rent. Um, we're, we're all in fucking prison. I'm sorry if you're not getting enough attention right now. James Corden or, or Jamie Fallon, whatever, whatever your ass is. Like, sorry you're not getting enough attention for five fucking seconds. But just try to enjoy your family, whom I'm sure you hate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, our, our prison is 800 square feet. Try that on precise, yeah. Ellen. Yeah. Suck it, <laughs> Ellen. We, uh, we, we can't get away from each other. <laughs> we literally can't. I know you guys can't. <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not upset about that. Blake, Blake seals I mean, them off. No, in... Blake's so happy. It's a little small, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like uh, other people so okay. much. Anyway, Brady and Cher go to pick her up, <laughs> and when they get back home, Brady offers to make her hot chocolate, and that's when Leslie says, "I've actually been trying to make a cup of hot chocolate for eight months." Ha ha ha. Get it? Because she kept burning her milk. Anyway. This, this was this was your uh, callback. This is my callback. You, pro- you promised supposed- a big reveal. It paid off big time. It was supposed to be hey, it paid off a dividends. slot machine. Joke, like a guys. slot machine. <laughs> hey, the author thought it was hilarious. So I just wanted to uh, point out the uh, the comedy. Okay. Uh, Brady uh, <laughs> uh, tells Leslie, you know what? I used to be an addict. I, I'm still in rehab. And you know what? I met Scott and Virgin at Cedars, and I stayed clean, and they didn't. And his rock bottom—he tells a rock bottom story, which seems really his his, his rock bottom story was picking up that playgirl and walking into the men's room of Barnes and Noble. I knew then I had hit my bottom and just defiling it. Uh, I, I believe he stole a ring from a a movie producer. 
and lied yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then the movie producer had like some fucking goons come to his <laughs> house. <laughs> beat him up. And beat him up. Was this Scorsese? It, well, it was his wedding ring. It was, yeah, it was and a wedding like, ring. I, can I try it on? Like, it's a very convoluted story. Yes. But just them going and beating the ass of a 17, where it's like, who's a movie producer? Like, uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein. In the 80s. <laughs> okay, actually, Weinstein's good. Because mm-hmm. he absolutely would have done He would have done like, this. Go, yeah. He would have stood there and watched them beat this kid, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. even if his mom was whomever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. She wasn't home at the time. She was on location. Yeah. So um, we find out that Fred had replaced the vodka that Leslie had stolen, which, of course, we all figured out that figured that she did. And Leslie starts going to drug counseling and her mom comes out to L.A. And her mom says, hey, you might want to call your friend Elizabeth because her parents are getting a divorce. So... Oh, wow. We have so much in common now. We can be friends again. Yep. We're both broken. <laughs> so um, Scott shows up for, he's waiting for Leslie one day when um, she comes home from counseling and he wants her to go back and party with him and he doesn't understand why she's so mad. Um, but she's like, hey, look, I got plans with Brady. We're going to we're gonna go to the movies and finally see that Scorsese. Which he's already seen. He pointed out. <laughs> and so <laughs> she calls Elizabeth and she says, do you want me to read the last line of the book? I was going to, uh, you can read it. You can read it. If you have it, you it can read it. It truly was a summer snow. <laughs> Lake, you're not far off. Nope. Oh, boy. I'll, I'll read the whole thing around it. Okay. And also, is it wrong if I thought this was kind of sweet? Okay, do it. <laughs> yes, it's wrong. No, oh, it's fine. No, I thought it was fine. Go. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. the, author, the author photo's in our face right now. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Blake, you should screenshot you home- this, please. When you coming home, home, Elizabeth? Elizabeth asked. Two weeks, Lizzie. Two long weeks, Leslie answered. Then she remembered Brady. But two weeks can go fast when you have things to do. We have a lot to talk about, Elizabeth said. You don't know the half of it, Leslie said. I'll pick you up at the airport. It was weird in California this summer, Elizabeth, Leslie said softly. How come? It snowed, Leslie said. But today the sun came out for the first time. In weeks. The like, end. It's kind of sweet. <laughs> why? Why would you speak in in weird metaphor to your friend like that? Maybe you don't want to be like, "Hey, guess what? I'm a fucking coke addict." So you expect her to believe that it snowed in L.A. in the summer? Blake, it's a metaphor. God, Blake. But she doesn't know that. Her friend Never is probably mind. not an idiot and figures it out. It's LA. Uh, Everyone everyone's does drugs. Like, Guess what? Your buddy is like coked up, and she's running around. <laughs> she's she's stealing credit cards. She's selling shit. She she sold drugs to like eleven year olds. True. True. Yeah. So. Sort her out. Well, um, I looked up the Goodreads average on this, and out of thirteen ratings, it uh, two of those are me and Josh. By the way, Yikes. <laughs> so whatever. Um, it has a three point three one. I think Josh and I both gave it two stars on Goodreads. But Josh, uh, you are wrong. How, did you give it one or three? You gave it three. I gave it two. I think. I know you did. Yeah. You were a lot harder on this than I was. I kind of liked it. Do you want to know my experience with Coke? Yeah, of course. Unless <laughs> are, it's are mean. We, are we keeping this? No, I'll tell you. Unless it's me not offering you Whatever, anything. Uh... <laughs> uh, my experience is... No. Well, there's that. But there is also... Uh, Am I keeping this? For a very brief period in my life, I had... I, I, I was never cool, but it was whenever Blake and I were dating early on. 
and I would party all the time and go out to bars all the time. Like I was very social. I didn't stay at home all the time like I do now. There was no well, COVID. now we have to, but, and I, I had cool blonde hair and looked like a cool party girl. And one night after a show at the High Life, the band who was like a touring band came up to me and they were like, hey, do you know where we can get some Coke? And I felt so cool that the touring band... The lead singer came up and asked me. They thought you were the connect. And yeah. you said, no, sir, I don't. And I was like, no. <laughs> Do you not see the giant X's in my hand that show that I'm straight edge? <laughs> so that's my Coke connection. And then one time at a uh, Christmas party, I had a friend who kept coming up and asking me for Coke. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't have Coke. And he kept saying, I keep hearing people talk about Coke. And I was like, I don't have Coke. I'm not going to name that friend's name. We don't name names. Nope. Or the party or the location. Well, my cool drug story is (laughs) one time I was walking late at night on Commercial Street Uh and some dude came up to me and said, hey, you know where I can get some meth? And I said, no. (laughs) That that really happened. Okay. Well, that's cool. (laughs) So that that made me feel pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Josh, are you still going to give this three hooves? Hold on. I'm going to say one thing. I was walking I was walking to my car the other day from the bookstore at 7 o'clock, and a guy was like, hey, you want some drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Were you like, wait, bro, what you got? It, it, was, it was right by – so uh, there's like the student housing mm-hmm. where the guys have like a big Trump flag outside. Oh, those fuckers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I, I don't know if it was one of them, but he was right outside there. And I was like, no. Like, no, I, I don't want your drugs guy in the street. And he he was like, you hesitated. I think you do. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> and, I secretly want And I just kept walking. I was like, just leave me alone. Go away. Uh, so here's my review of the book. Okay. One, three hooves. Good. Okay. Not, not. Uh, okay. My review is not a single this person in this book would be fun to do drugs with. All the drugs in this book were wasted on these snoozes. <laughs> but I would say... It's fine. Like I, I didn't dislike the book. It's it's kind of like, it's like a two and a half. If I could do two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can give two uh, and a half hooves. You're right. I just saw that Ugh, hoof down. I don't like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. We've done twenty something of these mm-hmm. now. I've liked four of them probably. <laughs> twenty five. Yeah. And I, I, there's there's been a few like, but I I didn't mind that. Like I got through it pretty quick. Maybe I like this kind of book. Uh huh. So yeah, it's yeah. it's whatever. It was fine. It was like it's, not it's, good. it's like a it's just an after school special is what it felt like. And I feel like most after school specials are about a two to three star level, unless it's the day my kid went punk, which is five stars. Straight Everyone's five. Fire. Yeah. Hell yeah. So just shooting fire. Uh, <laughs> I will say I, I was happy that Arl Stein didn't write it. <laughs> Could you imagine a Stein version of a book about cocaine? Actually, I would love that now that I think Oof. about it. Yeah, no, I, I think I just like more realistic teen stuff, mm-hmm. even if it's not good, mm-hmm. where I just enjoy reading it more than I like, oh, no, the spatula has come alive and slapped <laughs> a lot of people to death. Actually, that sounds like a good book. That's a real goosebumps. It's called The Spatula That Came to Life and Slapped Everyone to Death. <laughs> slappy Spatula. <laughs> That's part of the Slappy World series. It is. It's part of Slappy World. Uh <laughs> Well, I gave it uh, two. I stand by that. I still give it two hooves. It was fine. Uh, and by fine, I mean, eh. 
not my favorite. I mean, I, I, I got through it in like a day and a half where I just yeah. like tore through it. Yeah. Uh, so. Speaking of realistic books about teen life, our next book is quite a realistic portrait of Beverly Hills teens. I, I'm glad we're staying in California and uh-huh. we're staying. It's, it's ba- summer. You got to keep, it light. Story, keep right? it light and breezy. It's yeah. summer. Um, it is. Well, I want to give a shout out to a uh, friend, Josh Head, who found ah. this book at a Goodwill, sent Blake a picture of it, asking, hey, y'all want this? And I said, Blake, get me that I fucking said, book. I know my <laughs> wife has to have this. You better pick it up. And what book is that? It is The Clueless Novelization. That's right. <laughs> Based on the classic Amy Heckerling film. Based on a novelization of a, of a Shakespeare play, I think. Well, a screen adaptation based on a novelization, a Jane of Austen book, a, a ba- <laughs> right? Based Shakespeare, on, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's film Emma, Emma, <laughs> Taming of the Shrew. That's ten things. That's I wrong. About you. That's a novelization of things I hate about you that we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll find oh, that. And I hope we'll do that it exists. later. I don't think it. That's does. right. It's okay. I doubt but it does. I think they stopped novelization. Like that. That's our next book. Just keep keeping it breezy in this time of not so breezy times. We're gonna talk about a, a little. Uh, Teen named Cher, her friend Dion, uh, Josh, the hot stepbrother. Carl Rudd, <laughs> who reads Nietzsche. Uh, I, I'm just going to say, I'm going to take this episode dark. All right, what? let's go there. Oh, By the way, I want to say, I, I started reading it, and um, I don't know if, if Cher points this out in the, in, the, in, the, um, the, in the movie, but in the book, she said that she just tells people that her mom died from a routine liposuction uh, procedure gone bad. But in the movie, it acts like that's just how her mom died. So my question is, how did Cher's mom more interesting really die? Hmm? Drug deal gone wrong. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> you know what it's like out there in Beverly when in you're selling to eighth graders. These hmm? streets. All right. Well, I uh, guess you have that to look forward to is Josh I would going say dark you with can, clueless. You, you can say... That was another thing that I... The... the the two things I've read about in my bookstore readings are Home Alone 3 and Clueless. And Saved by the Bell. And Saved by the Bell. The Holy course. Trilogy. Home Alone, yeah. Clueless, and Saved by the Bell. Can, um, can we make a recommendation as a group? Yeah, yeah. Could people go ahead and watch say, uh, watch Clueless? Especially, I'm sure we have a ton of Zoomer listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Zoomers love but, old books. Uh, I had some... I've told you this, yeah. but uh, a couple weeks ago, I had some, because the majority of people coming to my books or my books are uh, women between the ages of 15 and 30, <laughs> and, you know, like, a lot of good people out there, but... Uh, <laughs> people on both sides. But <laughs> uh, the other side does not buy books. <laughs> males, males uh... the ages of 40 and up do not buy books for me, but... But one of them... They're buying buy... stacks of porn from girls at Barnes & Noble. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> why. Why don't you they sell porn? T- <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking. You're going to see how long I can hold an awkward silence. Okay. No, but but a uh, there were two young women. They'd just seen the new Emma movie, which is really good. I re- Did you see it, Jessica? No, I wanted to. I wanted but to. I haven't we never seen did. It yet. I had a friend who didn't then... like it. So Well, they must be wrong. It was pretty cause... good. I liked, I liked it more than the pal- the, the Paltrow one. Okay. Yeah, um, but better, it, it, it's good. Better but or worse than Clueless? Nothing's better than Clueless, okay. Blake. All right. 
Josh just. <laughs> Josh is wearing a clueless shirt right is, now. Right this now. is a surprise. Yeah. And it's not, it's not the one of the dad saying, get out of my chair, unfortunately. Because I can't get that shirt. Uh, yeah, so I had to reveal that. You got to make but it. But I, I, I will say they asked me for that, and I didn't have it, and I was so ashamed. But I asked them if they'd seen Clueless because <laughs> I thought we could be, like, so good. And they'd, they'd be like, they said, I'm trying to remember the exact wording, but, like, that's, like, a really old movie, right? <laughs> And my heart just like yeah. was broken because I was like, no, this is what the young hip people like, but it's like, but it's thirty. Years. Our easy rider. <laughs> oh my god, it's our easy rider. <laughs> it's our easy rider. It's our movie about America. Clu- but it's a masterpiece. It's so fucking good. Amy Heckerling rules. Silverstein rules. It's so good. The soundtrack is fucking killer. The wall to wall hits. Every all the guys are hot. All the women are beautiful. The fashion is great. You've got it holds up. It holds the fuck up. No, man. it really it does. does. It does. Wallace Shawn isn't it? Who doesn't oh, yeah. love Wallace Shawn? Come on. My dinner with Andre, motherfuckers. Yeah, I I would say if you've never seen it, please watch it. It's on Netflix. It's free. You're yep. doing yourself a favor. Right now. Yep. And if you've seen it, watch it again. I'm gonna rewatch it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch or read the novelization for some reason. <laughs> I well, there's. I mean, there's extra material. I'll tell you that. Side plots and. Yeah, totally. We'll get into it whenever we do the yeah. podcast. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So. I think we need to do another Netflix watch recommendation for our fans. Oh, wait. Wait, are we saying the other thing to watch? Yeah, we all recommended the Babysitter's Club, correct? Right. The, uh, it's got my seal of approval. Got my seal of approval, too. How about Josh? Josh? Wait, what? The Babysitter's we, are... Club series on Netflix. We're recommending it. Would you recommend it? Are we saying that we're doing an episode about it? Or we just... No, we're no, just we're saying just, whether or not we recommendations. would recommend it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, we're absolutely not doing episodes about it. Um, but we should. Yeah. That, what a good idea. <laughs> uh, can I say that it is shockingly amazing? It is so good. Yeah. No, it's I, good. I enjoyed it a lot. It is. It's it's far I, more enjoyable than it than I could have ever expected. <laughs> it's got well, a lot of. That, I I think I <clears throat> think it's the best thing that Netflix has come out with this year. So far, and, yeah. And better than The Irishman. Oh, woof. Well, didn't watch The Irishman because <laughs> I come out with that take. It, I, I, it was, just, it's over my 2.5 hour movie limit. I like limit. this take. Can I, uh, can I tweet right now that Netflix, the Babysitter's Club, was better than The Irishman? Yeah. I, I think want, you should. I need you to tweet this. Yes, do it. Okay, hold on. Get a lot of eyeballs on it. Yep, do it. Um, can you rate each episode on Letterboxd? Because I'm going to give and give each episode five stars. Well, except for the last two. I didn't like those, but. Uh, come on. Okay, don't spoil anything. I won't. I like the whole, I liked all of it. I liked it a lot, a lot, a lot, it's, a lot. It's, it's got a lot of It's co- got uh, a lot comedy. of comedy. It's got a lot of heart. It's got good performance. That's not what I was going to say. You cut me off. <laughs> Sorry. Cut off men's voices. Oh. It's got a lot of comedy people. I'm, as I'm the, not as talking, the, Blake. You just cut off your voice. Jesus Christ. Never <laughs> fucking mind. Josh, as Josh cuts off, Blake. Um, it does have a lot of comedy people in it. As, as the grown-ups, of course. Mm-hmm. And... It all as, comes as back the baby, to Zach Galifianakis as a babysitter boyfriend. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis Zach... as Marianne. Zach Galifianakis in a diaper as a, what's the heck? As a pike, as a pike baby. One what's, of the pike children. What's her little brother's name? George Michael. George Michael. <laughs> That's not it. That's the rest of development. It's David Michael. David, David Michael. Yeah. David Michael's played by Galifianakis in a diaper. <laughs> That's my joke. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Josh is. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm tweeting that. <laughs> 
You're going to regret that. I'm regretting it already. Okay, good. Netflix's Babysitter's Club adaptation is better than The Irishman. I hope you did at yeah. Netflix. Good, good, good. Yeah, you better at. I want you to at okay, Scorsese. Hold on. I'll add, I'll, I'll add at, at, at Netflix right now. Yeah, edit it. At Marty. Yeah, and then at Marty. At De Niro. At Pesci. Uh, okay, hold on. At, at Netflix. You know he tweets. At De Niro? Yeah, you, uh, Pacino and De Niro, they all got Twitters. Is Pacino in The Irishman? I thought he was. Am no. I totally... Yeah. D- is he? Did you not see the... It's, no, it, it is amazing. It's a great movie. You would like it. No. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. You made up your mind not to like this a no, long time ago. I, I have no clue. I haven't seen it. I know I know nothing. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> We've been those people who haven't watched anything during it the pandemic. It seems real long. Pandemic. Uh, you've watched a lot of garbage, but... We've watched garbage, yeah. Hey. Robocop. We've made it through all the Halloweens, all the Friday the 13th. Those Ooh. are classic films. That's I don't, classic I don't regret... I don't regret watching both versions of Halloween 6, starring Paul That's Rudd. right. The producer's cut and the theatrical. Or, we did it. Or either version. <laughs> I, I regret the Rob Zombies. Those, those are the, my only Those regrets. are, I want five hours of my life back. Yeah. Can I say, I, I like the first one a lot. I rewatched them, and I was like, I do not feel you, comfortable watching. Did you watch the second I, one? I do not like a lot of things that happen in these the movies. Second... I do not enjoy them. Did anymore. you watch the second one? I didn't like the second one the first time I saw it. They don't. Okay. They don't hold up, bro. No, the second one is horrible. And by the way, I have that on Blu-ray. It's There's a cursed, aggressive, cursed Blu-ray. I don't know what to it. do with yeah, it. If like anyone it. wants it, man. DM me on Instagram. I'll leave it on my porch for you. I don't want. And it. this is like the non-theatrical. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica giving away her address. So throw you can throw it in the street. Too. Uh, what anyway. Else? Well, okay. Um, is there anything that anybody wants to promote? We already pimped out the Babysitter's Club. Blake, do you have any projects that you're working on that you want to talk about? Uh, I've got a new podcast. In addition to my other podcast, Shelf Life, which you should listen to, I started a new podcast about music with my band. It's called Discographology. It's uh, spelled, you know, the normal way. And it's about, we go through the discographies of the great musical artists it should be on all the major podcast platforms now what's the first artist here we're uh, doing a little band called nirvana mm-hmm. so episode one is up as of this recording and we've got a few more in the bank mm-hmm. cool josh any cool new books coming out <laughs> that people should come by yes okay uh david mitchell's new book comes out on tuesday oh can you Utopia tell me a Avenue. copy yeah, yeah, and I I'll, ordered a bunch. I'll totally read it. Like I totally read uh, Cloud Atlas and uh, what's the other one? The Thousand Lives of uh, uh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did you, you have you read anything by him? Yes. Uh, He's our best. Sport. I read like something. Dream number nine. Something. Dream number nine is great. Mm-hmm. No, Cloud Atlas is the best. Anyway, I'm not going to get in too much into great that, film, but I'm trying to finish Kaufman's new novel by Monday. It's his first novel, right? It's so fucking good. So the filmmaker guy is writing books now? Charlie Kaufman? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, a writer is writing books. Shut shut your fucking mouth. A writer of screenplays? It doesn't mean that... Hey! Don't tell anyone they can't write screenplays It's not like when Ethan Hawke writes a novel. No, it's it's great. Like Marilyn it's Levy also about... writes books and screenplays. Blake, you remember can do remember it. when Brett Easton Ellis wrote screenplays and they were great? <laughs> remember when we all went to your house? Or no, it's to my sister's house. Your sister's house. We watched That's the where we canyons. also watched the debate. Just because you can do one doesn't uh, mean you can do the other, but sometimes you can. Yeah. No, but no, he like he he like, he's a good writer, and it's 
I'm going to try to read it, finish it tomorrow. So when okay. Utopia Avenue comes on Monday, I can start that. But it's really good. So mm-hmm. it's called Ant Kind. Okay. It's very good. It's very sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, As you would expect. Yeah. I don't have anything to promote. Uh, I guess just um, uh, uh, just keep safe, you know. Wear a mask when you go out. Maybe you I, should write your city council member here in Springfield to uh, make masking mandatory. All... So our... can it'll, I it'll can I say this? I, I I by the time this comes out, people will it won't matter because it's on Monday yeah. when they're having the thing. Yeah. But I have been told that it's a done deal. They're doing it. Oh. And who's your inner? Who's your inner? Yeah. It's like a downtown guy that okay. said they're sending the, the stuff down, but he's also anti-mask. And so he was coming in the store to be like, what are you going to do when I come in here without a mask? You going to throw me out? Jimmy John said they wouldn't serve me. <laughs> <laughs> throw his ass out. And no. And then he said this to me. He said, what I'm going to do, I'll walk in to come and go. I'll say, here's my credit card. I'm outside. Bring my Bud Light. Like, okay. these, these anti-mask people are such fucking babies no the biggest you know why and a lot of them obviously they're they're normally white and a lot of them are women but there are men too but i think it's because they're just not used to being told they're used to to getting their way anything ever for the sake of anyone else so uh, anyway yeah can i I say a huge slam dunk from white women in 2020 (laughs) for taking the pressure off of us boys by being so vocally horrible like honestly white men are still the worst Mm mm-hmm but white women keep getting caught on camera they're being taking, the worst. They're taking L's. They're taking all the like, L's. You guys year. are taking the L's everywhere, and it's helping us so much. Hey, there are some men who are doing that bullshit, too. No, 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 no. I, I, uh, but yeah, I thanks agree. a lot, white women. And you know no, what? I would I, love I, to blame it on like an older generation of white women, but no. Like, these are fucking women who are my age, who are out there throwing fits at Trader Joe's. Or at least they look a little older. I look they, younger than my age because I've never had children and I avoid the sun. That's all you got to do, folks. Mm-hmm. Stay out of that sun. Don't have kids. Keeps hang young. out with hang out with kids on the beach. Mm-hmm. Call your say say your friend. Date a forty five year old, <laughs> and people are like, "Well, you're young." That's true. You're That's not, what you got to do. Uh, no, I I will say. I think they're gonna pass it, and I think the people are gonna be huge fucking babies about it. Yeah, and yeah. they're gonna. Put people in awkward positions all day, and they're not going like, to face any consequences for not wearing a mask. So oh no! It's like the cops. Here's the other thing. The other thing I'll say is, okay, I I just want to say two things about cops, and then we can quit, and then we okay. can sign off. Okay. I do not like the police. <laughs> oh man! Watch, this is the hottest take. <laughs> no, but okay. I'm here's where I'm completely sincere. For one second. When I went to a protest a couple weeks ago, none of the cops were wearing masks. And I very sincerely asked one, why Why aren't you wearing... Like, I just got yelled at twice by cops, and they wouldn't talk to me. And then I found one that was walking around, and I said, why, why aren't you guys wearing masks? Because everyone on our side was, on the mm-hmm. protesting side, and all of the pro-cop people were not. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they were doing kind of that bullshit our body our choice okay i'm very glad you guys are all doing this meme now of like our body our choice fuck off Mm -hmm. you fucking fascists and uh i'm now understanding why ingrid said to me 
do the podcast sober challenge. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> uh, twenty twenty, we're sobering up the podcast. Uh, twenty twenty one, we'll sober it up. Yeah. No, yeah. but but the guy that was telling me they're going to do the thing mm-hmm. said, "I asked the cops what will you do," and they said, "Nothing." Well, yeah. And I I believe police officers will do nothing. No, yeah, they will. Of course, because they, won't. they one they don't want to own the masks. Because they're fucking babies, mm-hmm. and they will never they 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 will not supplicate themselves to actually serve and protect. Mm-mm. And if you actually cared about people, you would wear a mask, which is the smallest fucking thing you can do. It's doesn't like I don't even I like ten percent of the population in the world, and I'll wear a mask so I don't hurt people. Oh, but Josh, I have a breathing problem. It's real. It's <laughs> real. It's real. It, it's a real thing. Look, my my I, doctor, my doctor. It's the same thing get... as people who smoke and they're like pregnant and they say, well, my yeah. doctor said if I quit smoking now, it'll hurt my it's, baby. And it's, it's like literally this you yeah. fucking dumb shit. Just Can lying, lying about your doctor. What? At least they look cool because they're smoking. That's, <laughs> while they're pregnant. If you're smoking through I mean, a mask. double cool. <laughs> no, double cool is smoking through a mask. That's true. Through a hole in the mm-hmm. mask. Mm-hmm. I mean... I'm not disagreeing with that at all. <laughs> oh man, if I saw if I saw a girl smoking through a uh, let's not get into this my This is getting weird. This is yeah. Okay. Okay. Um I anyway, don't have anything... all I'll say is I love Clueless. Clueless is great. We can't wait yeah, to talk we've about been it. Over that. Um there might be uh, some fun ups coming up uh where we talk about Netflix's best show in the wink, past wink, are we doing the irishman are we doing- <laughs> um i i haven't done anything cool or read anything cool lately i mean other than summer snow which is cool as fuck um just keep safe listen to blake's new podcast yeah uh follow us on instagram you can follow us at it, are you there is it Pod? out is it out no the episode is. one is out episode josh is go get it okay yeah. I'll, I'll listen to it tomorrow uh don't forget to rate Review and subscribe. Uh, thanks to at the, to the D Meister who gave us a five star review. I thought it was our friend Meredith. It's not because <laughs> I asked it Meredith. Is, it's like similar. Wait, to what was her... the name of the person? The D Meister. And that's similar okay. to her Instagram. Wait right? a minute. I would think that when you asked me uh-huh. if it was her, yeah, you didn't tell me that was the person's name, and I just thought you were a psychopath. <laughs> No, because if you look at the name, it's yeah. similar to her handle no, 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 on Instagram. No, I get, I get that it's now not, that you've said it. It's uh-huh. But when you were just like, was this Meredith? Yeah. I was. I thought you were a psycho. No. I just thought you were. No, and I, I sent her a screenshot and I was like, hey, was this you, buddy? And she was like, no, but I shared the same sentiment. Does, and I was like, okay, thank you. But now I feel dumb. We're taking as a five strong stars. You may have put her, her in an awkward position she could have been like, I, I've, I've never heard it. Actually, I've never listened. <laughs> uh, listen. Uh, that's probably true. I mean, yeah. But I, but I also think she's supporting us as her friends. Right. Just, just You don't have to listen. Just download it. Download it, Let guys. it play. Yeah. Let it play on mute in the background so we get Merit, the... this is just a message to you. Just let it Just let it play. <laughs> let, let it play on mute. I'm cutting all this. You don't have to like it. Uh, let it ride. I mean, honestly, please, Merit, do not listen to this. Five but... star it. No, no. Yeah. So rate, review, uh, subscribe. Um, follow us on Instagram. We're at Are You There Pod. I post occasionally. I've been really bad about posting lately. We're all going through depression, but we're all coming out of it. We're trying. Uh, we're trying. So uh, I'm out of it. I'm out of it. That's oh, good. you know, here's what I will say. If you're going through depression, drink. This is 
what I would say is I, I know things are tough, but sometimes it snows. <laughs> but today, mm-hmm. the sun came out for the first time in weeks. Mm. Okay. Mm. Very, Think very, about that. Yeah. Well. That did not play as much in Blake, mm. which is like, yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. It's cool. I hate well. you, Blake. Hey, I think it worked good. I think it worked good. No, this it is... worked good, Josh. Oh, I for... uh, a reason you should listen to our new, the first episode of our new podcast. There is a secret reference to Josh in it that he might find funny. You got to listen to find to me it. or yep. to the other Josh to this Josh right here. Hmm. Oh, there. You... So there is an ad for Blue Chews. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend has this problem. We'll call him Josh. <laughs> His um, dick don't work. <laughs> no, we name drop you. Uh, in, you might find it funny. I thought I thought it was funny listening back. Uh, well, on that. On that note, remember sometimes the sun does come out, even after a heavy it. snow. I will say we just keep going in circles. Even on those days, Jesus, when the horses have to run <laughs> through snow and it leaves hooves. Yeah, make mm-hmm. it better. <laughs> Until <laughs> next time. See you later, horse girls. Danny DeVito's Lemon Jello. It's a taste of life from this famous fellow. It's also very nice, perfect serve, cold on ice. The finest summer drink from Italy. So me amici, serve the finest lemon jello. You really gotta try it. It's the drink of Italy. Just try it and you'll see what the lemon was meant to be. The Vito's lemon jello, yes, sirree.